0: podcast at Dawn's House because what the world needs most right now is a podcast about the Babysitter's Club. I'm Esther. I'm Karen. And I'm Eva. And today we are discussing book number 18, Stacey's Mistake, in which everyone sucks. I was actually
1: gonna say
2: they're all awful.
1: Do we need to add um, a feature to the podcast which is just at the very start,
2: we ask the question:
1: Is everyone terrible?
2: <laughs> because there have been a couple of books where where everyone is terrible. Yeah,
0: this is definitely a, a sub genre of babysitters club book. Like everyone is just the worst. And this is, <laughs> I think, possibly the biggest and best
2: example of this that we've encountered so far. Yes. Yeah, this is an everyone is terrible book. 100%, and I think that that's a good plan. And also, something about your face when, when, when Esther was introducing herself, Karen, I thought you were gonna like try to psych me out and not introduce yourself. It just, you looked really mischievous, and I was like, oh no, she's gonna stay silent, and I'm not gonna know what to do, and it's gonna be really awkward. But you didn't do that, so thank you. I think you were just smirking about how awful everyone is. I would, I would never do that to you, and I was just
1: like, oh god, this book is just, um, it, it was a enjoyably bad Um. yes (laughs) yes this this podcast would be no fun if they were all like of a reliably
0: high quality (laughs) no I mean I think it featured everyone being terrible, but Anna Martin clearly knows they're being terrible. This is not like... Yes, that's She's true. having some fun with this.
2: <laughs> yeah, which is, I think, a big difference. Uh, I, I think, yeah, a big difference between everyone is being terrible and this is a feature of this book and everyone is being terrible, but I think the author thinks it's okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, she definitely knows that they all suck in this. Sure. So yeah, one yeah. sentence plot summary. The girls go visit Stacy in New York and everyone's terrible. That's exactly what happens. That's that.
2: Yeah. Yep. That's it. That's the book. Yeah. So what What did you remember about it from, from your first read?
0: Literally, the only thing I remember is that this is the book where I learned the expression second wind. And I always think of this book when I hear that expression. I love it. It was so
1: educational. Um. Yeah, I was like, oh, is this the book where they all go to New York and they have various plotty things and personality things happening? And actually, so they're is definitely a second book, which I think is a super special
2: Ah. where
1: that happens. And a lot of these are repeated. So we have that to look forward to. I did not read this at all, if I'm correct in thinking, because I do not remember, I didn't remember anything from it, which means this is the first one out of in sequence that I didn't read at the time. And I think I looked at it many times as a kid and was like, I don't think I want to read about Stacey making some big life changing mistake which is actually not what, what it's about at all, but I wouldn't have enjoyed this either. So <laughs> it was the right call at the time.
2: Yeah. And I think looking at the, the UK cover, the one that you, you would have seen, mm-hmm. yeah, it looks like it's going to be something super angsty. It features Stacy sort of, <laughs> gazing moodily out a window with her arms folded and a sort of an angsty expression on her face yeah just like maximum pouting i would have thought it was a teen issue book
1: i think yes yeah. totally. but it's it's actually just um <laughs> one of my two suggested alternative titles which is stacy judges everybody <laughs> which is is <laughs> her mistake uh is her asking her uncool stony brook friends to visit her in new york then it yeah. turns out that that's not the, the only mistake. You know, we have yeah. some
2: learnings in this book. <laughs> I think um I remembered, I knew they all went to New York. Mm. I remembered that Stacy was embarrassed by their behavior. I remembered s- some specifics. I also added in a whole plot line, which I think is from another book where they're in New York, yeah. about a lost dog and a boy who's from a family who are poor. I think that's that No, I don't think that's from another book. I know that's from another book mm-hmm. because it didn't happen here. I kept waiting for it and mm-hmm. everyone was incredibly upper middle class, so not this book except for the one homeless lady. <laughs> yeah. <For> her presentation <laughs> matters. Yeah. So um that was, that that thing. was Yeah. That was the thing. Yep. Yeah, no, reading this book I remembered that I re- before I read it, I remembered, okay, um I'm pretty sure I and I definitely remembered that Mary Ann had dressed in an outfit that Stacy was cringing about because she thought it was like something out of Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. I just remember reading it and being like, hey, Little House on the Prairie reference. <laughs> I, I, that's all. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. And I thought I remembered Stacy being like, oh God, she was the only one who actually looked like she was from a small town in Connecticut. I don't remember whether Stacy <laughs> actually said that, but I remembered that she did. Um, yeah, she does say it. I didn't remember anything uh, oh yeah, the only other thing I remember was one of them going for their wallet to give money to a homeless person. Oh my gosh! And Stacy going, "Put your wallet away. <laughs> I like, oh God, see where it is and snatch it." It's like, and I remember thinking, "Yeah, that's what my mommy tells me when we're in town." <laughs> Dublin, like, the New York of Ireland. Yeah, I was gonna say, this isn't exactly a, you know, a is, bit mad sophisticated, <laughs> yeah, like it is, but, um, scale is a thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember thinking, yeah, well, why would you take your, you shouldn't do that in a city? Doesn't everyone know that? Yeah. <laughs> I also I think that that's also overrated as a threat. To be quite honest, I think I don't think the implication was that the homeless person was going to steal it. I think it was that look, there's a lot of pickpockets mm-hmm. around. If they someone sees you taking your wallet in and out of your purse, they'll, they'll know you have a purse. wallet that you keep <laughs> money <come> in <laughs> in your purse. Who could have predicted that? Yeah. Um, my mother's solution in in the eighties and nineties and everything was um, to not carry a handbag or wallet with her but just to put cash and wear her tightest jeans and have them in her pockets. Can't get your hand in there. They're 80s jeans. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they were painted on and the money was super glued on.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that was my mum's thing was like, I actually remember her being like, oh, actually, I'll change my trousers. These are quite loose before going into town. <laughs> like she lived in the city centre for years. I don't know what she did then. <laughs> But definitely by the time she'd been she'd been living away for a few for a few years. She was like, hmm, I'll take precautions. You must wear
0: jeggings to the city. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, let's get into this. This is pretty good.
0: Let's let's recap some book. Um yeah. So we start with Stacy sitting in her beautiful, gorgeous blue and white bedroom, reading an illiterate postcard from Claudia, and a <laughs> roach scuttles across the room. <laughs> <laughs> and Stacy thinks to herself only in New York could this happen. Uh, because apparently in the rest of the world, roaches only live in yucky places like laundry rooms and kitchens. But in New York, they'll go in your bedroom. Mm-hmm. And she ponders whether uh, the she should, in retrospect, have seen the roach as a bad omen that the weekend was going to suck. She doesn't do anything about the roach. She just lets it run off into her closet. Uh, and then she thinks that her friends have never seen anything worse than a bee and they totally couldn't handle roaches. Uh, which is, I mean, accurate, but what a weird thing to say. I
1: th- I think that um, from my experience of cockroaches, I sort of get the sequence of actions that is being described here because... Um, on the one hand, they are they're foul. There's something really, really gross about them. Even though they're largely harmless, I think. Um they're not a good sign if they're around, but they're not gonna harm you directly. But um I also really didn't want to go near them to do anything about them. So I think I would have been like, yeah, just get out of my sight. <laughs> I don't wanna just I'm gonna close the door and pretend you're not in my room. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. I guess I can understand that. Stacy then talks about how she has such a nice life in New York, and she lives on the Upper West Side, and she goes to private school, and also there's a homeless lady on her street, and um, oh. it's very bad to be homeless, and Stacy has observed this woman enough that she has an idea of what her life is like. Yeah, Stacy, sure you fucking do. <laughs>
2: you know, she, she does point out, although I'm sure you can't completely understand homelessness until you've experienced it. Yes, not completely. <laughs> no yeah hi thanks stacy for for that perspective yeah it's it's
1: it's kind of like the whole book is like ah new york high life um you know going places and eating in fancy restaurants and every now and again homeless people yeah um also poverty which, yeah there there is a there are a wealth of experiences to be had in new york i don't think there are just these two poles <laughs>
0: It's just millionaires and homeless people.
1: Yeah. And the homeless woman is there for plot reasons. <laughs> later yeah, the she she <laughs> yeah.
2: Such a blatant plot device. Basically. The full extent that this book goes into like exploring homelessness and how and why it happens and what it's like and the lives of the homeless mentioning this lady and um, the reason they have to babysit a whole bunch of kids is because a lot of the parents in built the building are going to a meeting to discuss doing something about it.
0: Yeah. That's literally it about
1: homelessness, not about yes. the lady in particular. Although yeah, it was no. really like, it sounds like they're going to meet up to
2: um, like discuss having have her this taken woman away.
0: She's
1: unsightly. Yes. How do we have her removed? It really yeah. sounded like that was how it was going to work out. Ooh, it um, really
0: did. But yes, no, they decide to run a soup kitchen. This is not a spoiler because, like, this is barely counts as the plot of the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she is just absolutely a plot device so Stacy thinks uh, about this and then yes she's decided that because all the parents are going to have this meeting and they all have kids and Stacy can't babysit all the kids by herself so she's going to get the entire babysitter's club minus Mallory and Jessie who she doesn't know or care about uh, to come <laughs> up and help babysit and visit her and she's super excited uh, <laughs> Mary Ann is like frantic and uh stacy describes her as if this is possible she has a crush on new york city (laughs) (laughs) yeah which is yeah a pretty good way to describe it uh marianne is yeah fully obsessed
1: you know i have to say that when we read the halloween episode where marianne has digested Mm. all these guidebooks about maine and we were like this is ridiculous she was never like this
2: we owe that book an apology. We kinda we do. do. <laughs> we do. We really, really do. Sorry, Ghostwriter, we maligned you. Yeah. You took it from this one. Yeah. Yeah. You had done more research than we gave
0: you credit for.
1: We know you didn't read book nine, and for that, I'm still I'm still not over that. Yeah. But I'm glad that you read some later books apparently at random. Or maybe yes. you're just a Stacy fan. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Marianne's obsession with tourist facts and figures and statistics is Absolutely, canon, and, Yeah, <laughs> Jeanne Bettencourt is on the right side of history there.
2: Yeah, um, and I. One of the things I have highlighted in that letter is the thing. Perhaps we can eat at um, Serendipity, or maybe at the Hard Rock Cafe if we can get in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah, you can though. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's far tourists. It's, That's fine.
0: It's, it's <laughs> not an exclusive place with a waiting list. Yeah, yeah. maybe no, she's, no, it's okay. She's
2: just like.
1: Blowing everything out of proportion. Definitely, I get that
2: she 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 is, and she's thirteen. But also, (laughs) no, really, yeah. (laughs) Um.
0: So yeah, then Stacy is going to Grand Central Station to meet the girls. Um. She reflects that some people think she's spoiled because she has a building with a doorman, but she likes feeling safe. She likes having a doorman for security and to hold the door open when her hands are full. So in conclusion, she totally is spoiled and has zero self-awareness about it. Oh, yeah. The whole book is very much written in that vein.
1: and I guess it's a very consistent narrative voice.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Also, she's not allowed to take public transport alone. So she has to take cabs whenever she goes anywhere on her own, Uh, which, yes, is also consistent with that.
1: I think at 13, I was just starting to be allowed to go places with my friends unsupervised yeah um but that was the point which i moved here um Mm. and started in school and the like the people i met at school were like oh yeah we've got we we go into town on a wednesday afternoon was like oh my god that sounds crazy and amazing let's go do it um And had a whole bunch of saved up pocket money
0: like it's just (laughs) the idea that like a cab is somehow safer than public transport. It just seems like yeah. nonsensical class-based snobbery to me. It really, like, really—you're literally getting in a car with a stranger. That's not better than yeah. being on the bus. Mm.
2: I had friends who, when I, when we were teenagers, we were like at the bus into to into into Karen's neck of the woods to go to the cinema mm. or into town or whatever. And and we did, or to the next ten over to go to the beach, and and we did all the time. But they were not allowed. They were twins. They were not allowed to get a taxi.
0: I was not encouraged to get a taxi on my own when I was twenty. Like I had to, I had to really like pre- press my case with my parents and be like, "You can't stop me doing this." I have a
1: feeling that, um, like it's it's actually not that weird for there to have been like New York in the. At the like the turn of nineteen ninety, did have actually quite a lot more crime. I think.
0: I suppose it was a terrifying hellscape. Um, I like 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 really quite bad. I
1: think that like that is about the point where you start to notice crime is on the decrease, but yeah. it had been pretty rampant. Um,
0: that's true. That's up true. To the,
1: like from whatever, so it it could be that. Like, maybe they are just afraid that she'll get mugged on a bus or something like... Maybe that was the kind of thing that happened, or... Maybe. um, I don't really know.
2: I guess, (laughs) Um, but, like, there's a lot of
1: other people on a bus or the subway. mm, New Yorkers don't have a uh, reputation for being helpful. Okay, that's probably pretty judgy, but I've certainly... (laughs) There, there is a bit of a stereotype about New Yorkers kind of like, serious. stepping over you on the pavement. Isn't that even in it, like, Into the Spider-Verse? I just watched that recently. <laughs> yeah. It's just collapsed on the, in a, in a kind of flattened cartoonish mass on the pavement and people just walk over him and he's like, yeah. thanks, thanks, New York. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, look, it's, it's, it's in pop culture, okay? It's not just me.
2: <laughs> and let's face it, we're not talking about real New York, we're talking about Anne and Martin's That's true. opinion of New York, so yeah. That's fair. Um, so, yes, on, on her way,
0: Stacy sort of uh, montages in her head the history of the Babysitter's Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that sh- she and Claudia are, let's face it, sort of sophisticated, as she says. Mm-hmm. Um, Who is this
2: for? I <laughs> <No. laughs> I think this series of books is why I really hate the term sophisticated. Oh, yes. <laughs>
1: I encountered the word sophisticated again later reading um the Patrick O'Brien books. Did you ever read any yeah. of those? Yeah. we matured. And um, they yeah. use the word sophisticated in a kind of a um like very early 19th century sense of adulterated, which I kind of love as a <laughs> contrast to like, oh, oh, no, the rum has been sophisticated.
0: <laughs> yeah. I remember my music teacher telling us that um sophisticated originally meant that you were like fake and artificial. Mm hmm. Um, Which is a hilarious added layer of context to everyone banging on (laughs) about how sophisticated Stacey is.
1: Yeah, I think it it has
0: all of these meanings. (laughs) Yes. So, um, yeah, Stacey gets to the station and she's told the others that she'll meet them at, like, the information desk in the main hall or something. And they're, like, a bit late. And she absolutely has no chill about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's, like, terrified and furious, and when they turn up, she's like, where the hell, where have you been? I was worried sick. Um, because they got like mildly lost and went out the wrong exit and then came back in. And it's fine. Yeah. Um, but she's really annoyed. And then she's mortified because Claudia has a big suitcase. Mm-hmm. Christy is wearing her baseball cap with a collie on it. Don is looking nervous. And Marianne has a guidebook.
1: Her whole attitude throughout the book is like, you're actually going to get us killed because people think you're tourists. Because apparently in 1990 or 1989, New York was just the place that tourists went to die.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, you go to the Hard Rock Cafe, you climb the Empire State Building, you check out a Broadway play, you get murdered. Yeah. (laughs) It's the New York experience. In that sequence. (laughs) Exactly. It's it's hard to do it in the other order, really.
1: (laughs) I thought you were going to say, it's hard to do in two days, but you can if you're really dedicated.
2: you got to really put the legwork in, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, these
0: girls pack a lot in. Mm-hmm. They, they really do, actually. It's not their fault they never got around to getting murdered.
1: <laughs> Marianne would have tried to organise it if she thought it was an authentic
0: new organisation. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. So, um... Yeah, she's disgusted and furious with them for having got mildly lost and for looking cringe. Um, Mm -hmm. Marianne instantly starts reeling off tourist attractions that she wants to see. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, literal quote, I'd love to see Central Park. It's 843 acres of fun. (laughs) Or maybe we could go to South Street Seaport, located in the Wall Street area of lower Manhattan and featuring 19th century buildings, three piers and a maritime museum. I think she's actually worse in this than she is. Yeah, in Halloween much one. worse. Like
2: I would kill her. Like, mm-hmm. like I at least it, with the with the main thing she was giving interesting historical facts. Mm-hmm. Here she's just quoting like guidebooks, not even interesting ones. She sounds like a voiceover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and
1: yeah, so. I guess I kind of see where Stacey's coming from, if it's, like, largely Marianne that's pushing her buttons. Cause oh, yeah. No. The rest of them are just looking a bit touristy and awkward. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, like,
2: like, Christy is just wearing an uncool hat, like. Yeah, basically. And like, <laughs> which, I mean, have you met Christy? She was never going to wear anything cool.
0: Similarly, Claudia was always going to bring a big suitcase. Like, yeah. this is extremely on brand for her. She literally did it when they went on a cruise together. Uh I don't know what Stacey's fucking problem is. No.
1: In some ways, I kind of buy the the depiction of teenage embarrassment. Um, mm. It's actually quite a good one of that. And the almost random teenage embarrassment where you're like, oh my God, I'm dying for some reason that yes. I can't quite put my finger on. Um, I don't think my friends ever did that to me. Like, I think there were other things that I was like just dying of that would have been extremely minor, but not a whole bunch of my mates. But then I don't think I ever entertained delusions of being the cool one
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. maybe friends. that's stacy's mistake and then i just thought yeah no i've never had that either and now i'm like oh was i that was i the person who embarrassed my other friends <laughs> i think i was actually
0: well i think clearly like if you were it was just for existing because like this is mostly in stacy's head marianne yes. is unbearable but everything else is kind of in Stacey's head here.
2: I did get told by a friend a uh, friend in a British uh, once uh, after I uh, slid down a large rock in the uh, kind of schoolyard in in the talked uh, at the age of 14 I did get told, yeah this is why nobody likes you Eva, you do weird things like that.
0: Jesus Christ! <laughs>
2: oh she was a terrible person.
0: Yeah, fuck you for being
2: vulnerable to gravity. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, I deliberately did it on purpose because it looked like it would be fun. Fair enough. It was it was a fairly smooth, quite sloped rock, mm-hmm. and I, people would like, sit up on the top of it to like chat and eat lunch and mm-hmm. stuff. And I was on top of the rock, and I thought I'm just going to slide down. And then I did that, and she obviously had absolutely died of mortification at the sight of me doing something that nobody else was doing. <laughs> um, and that was all it took. Like, and uh, was like, oh my god, Eva, if you keep doing things like that, that's why nobody likes you. You know, it's because you do weird things like slide down rocks.
0: God, being a
2: teenager is fucking unbearable, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, my God. Absolutely the worst. Yes. Think. (laughs) Never again.
1: There's a point when you start to do little things for individuality and for like slight showing off and stuff, but it takes a while to reach the point where that's acceptable and people get it, get to it at different stages. Um, and there is a, like, a place where you just want to conform. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh I mean the thing is I really did just want to conform. At that stage I was mostly wearing navy uh, just so that nobody would notice me. And uh I just thought sliding down the rock seemed like fun. This was an impulsive decision. Listen, I, I have I am not judging you.
1: <laughs> or or particularly like your your friend Oh no, she was all has no chill. I hope
2: modern teens have a bit more chill. Like <laughs> I hope so. I mean basically I slid down the rock at the age of fourteen for the same reason I would have slid down it when I was eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the problem. Ah, uh, you were innocently having fun. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Ooh, bad move when you're 14. Everyone judges you for that. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to be
0: sophisticated.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, these days, someone would film you doing it and put it on, in, on like TikTok. <laughs>
2: it would be on TikTok. Yeah, yeah I
1: guess. Um, and
2: Cringe, girl slides down rock, lol. <laughs> well, I was thinking more
1: like, haha, you know, girl slides down rock. Or you would put it on TikTok and be like, "Look at me sliding out of the rock, ten million views."
2: I think it depends on what backing music
0: they put over it. <laughs>
2: that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You could have done the thing where you 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 do you boomerang it and you go up and down and up and, mm-hmm. and yeah, you just, yeah. It,
1: <laughs> I would give that a go. like, but then I am a woman in my mid thirties, and I am probably <laughs> horribly embarrassing my future my children <laughs> in the future by saying any of this stuff now.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Oh, for sure. So. Yeah, they they decide to go to the Hard Rock Cafe, but they have to go back to the apartment so that Claudia can dump her suitcase, which Uh Stacey is like personally offended by and is like, oh, we'll have to get a taxi and have the driver put that in the trunk. And then we'll have to give the driver a tip and take it to the building and blah, blah, blah. You have to give the driver a tip anyway. And then she's really annoyed because she realizes that claudia's suitcase has wheels on it Mm -hmm. and she thinks only grannies have wheel suitcases and she's like genuinely really annoyed about this
2: which (laughs) that's so world like what a different world we live in everyone's suitcases have wheels why would you have one that didn't yeah like you couldn't even buy one that didn't have wheels now yeah and um, I have to say her annoyance at, oh no, the schedule I had in my head is gone now because we've gotta do this extra thing because somebody did something unnecessary and unexpected. I get that annoyance. If, if that were me, Getting that, I can't believe she brought the stupid suitcase. And now we have mm-hmm. to get in a taxi and go back there and put the suitcase there. Mm-hmm. And then we're gonna go and we've lost it. That will be because I was hungry. <laughs> like, but I would, yeah. I would absolutely have that inner monologue about the suitcase if I was hungry. And as soon as I'd mm-hmm. like eaten something, I would be like, "Oh, it's fine." She
0: absolutely though should have anticipated that the girls would want to leave their bags. Like that's mm-hmm. really? an extremely normal thing. No one wants to bring all their luggage to a restaurant. It's such a pain. No, like, I have yeah.
2: Yeah, no, it yeah. sucks. She really should have. Yeah, when you, when you get off your train, the first place you want to then you want to do is get rid of your fucking backpack. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Also, Claudia asks if she can leave it in a locker at the station, and Stacy's like, "It'll get stolen if you do that." So that <laughs> does bear out the the whole like New York is a terrifying crime scape. Uh, also, Don freaks out because she sees a mouse and. Everybody laughs at her.
1: Yeah. So um Dawn's shtick is that she's really, really nervous about New York. And people are like, you're from California. And she's like, I'm actually from Hicksville, California. Uh, that's <laughs> not the actual name. Sorry. She said she's from a small town outside Anaheim. And I was like, Dawn, you have been letting all of us believe that you are from South Central LA. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> Yeah. You never
1: said that, but it was heavily implied <laughs> that like...
0: Yeah, suddenly it turns out she's from the Burbs and she can't deal with any of this.
1: I don't think it's the Burbs. I think it's actually like a complete other town that is quite small. I'm actually picturing um, the town from Crazy (laughs) (laughs) Ex-Girlfriend. Yes. But maybe with fewer sushi joints because it's like it's not that it hasn't quite reached that point yet
0: and or bubble tea <laughs> and or gourmet donuts depending on season but dawn has just been
1: like um oh god yeah i'm so you know i'm so sophisticated
0: i'm such a beach girl it's like no it's two hours from the beach in traffic
2: <laughs> yeah exactly uh so uh dawn is terrified which is weird but okay. and that was just seems so out of character i mean like Yeah, I think it was like, well we have to find something annoying for Dawn to do. Yeah, (laughs) it felt a bit like that. I'm like, Oh, she's suddenly terrified of And the thing is, I don't think anything Dawn has ever said or done indicated she was from a central. Like she (laughs) she was like she always seemed extremely suburban.
1: Okay. Yes. Sure.
2: In a California way.
1: Sorry, I was like, I, I come up with a district of LA, and maybe that wasn't the one to pick.
2: <laughs> Probably not. Um, but yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, it, it, I, this doesn't sit right with me. It never has. Yeah. And if someone wrote fanfic where Dom was like this, I'd be like, what the f- what the fuck books have they been
1: reading? Yeah, and um, it's continued into the nameless subsequent New York trip book where we rehash a lot of these plotlines, and she's like hiding in the house again and i thought that was weird too yeah it, it is definitely like we need dawn to have a thing yeah in this one she she doesn't really behave like her her usual self at all um so that's kind of that's quite annoying actually in terms of characterization
2: I, I know people can act a little unusual when they're out of their usual kind mm-hmm. of places and but that does not mm-hmm. ring true
0: not I like mean, this like i do get like this in london to be fair. Um I, I can be in London about two days tops and then I actually do start turning into Dawn in this. But um I don't spend the rest of the time going, oh, I'm such a free spirit. I'm an individual. I'm not afraid of anything or anyone. I'm not going outside to have my taser. No one has ever called you California casual. Huh? No, I nor I ever remember. will. Yeah. I, I'm not even like Clontarf casual.
1: <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I don't even yeah. want to picture Clontarf casual. <laughs> I'm trying real hard right now. <sighs>
0: So they finally make it to the Hard Rock Cafe. Um, Marianne is worried that they, uh, might not be able to get in because they didn't make a reservation. And Stacy's like, they don't take reservations. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Marianne is like blown away by how cool it is that Stacy asks for a table for five.
2: Yeah. I mean, there are restaurants in Stonewall. I know.
0: Right. We've never, s- oh, we've seen them go
1: to one before, but not unaccompanied. Yeah. That was a bit of, fun when you were this age we're like ooh, we're going to a Mm, restaurant but when you're traveling that is where you eat like of
2: course (laughs) you're gonna go to
1: a restaurant
2: like someone has to tell them how many people are in the party (laughs) yes you know and they have
1: this um they have this waiter who's like perfectly accepting of the fact that they are teenage tourists yes Uh, and stacy is like i will actually die if they embarrass me in front of the waiter oh my god um and they proceed to embarrass her in front of the waiter.
2: <laughs> yes. Oh yes, that was the. But that was the time that that's where I learned that um, Americans don't say fillet. Yes. <laughs> so
0: yes, Chris is a uh, steak. Chris is a filet mignon, uh, as they call it. <laughs> only she pronounces it fillet mignon. Um, the waitress is just like, "Cool, yeah, all right." I know what and you And Stacy is like, "I want to crawl under the table and die."
1: <laughs> she may, in fact, literally say that yes she does Um, so yes yeah she's just traumatized by there we
0: were in one of the coolest restaurants in all of new york city a cool waitress to go with it and christy had just ordered filet (laughs) mignon. i love it the
1: waitress will definitely go home today and be like hey cool roommates you'll never guess what happened in work today Somebody yes. mispronounced a thing. I love a humorous, like comedic mispronunciation as much as the next yeah. woman. But this is kind of just like, oh yeah, you've like, only ever seen it written down. Cool.
2: This um, child doesn't speak French. Her <laughs> yeah. teach, Like she's, th- I mean, maybe, maybe if it was an a grown adult who mm. was conducting themselves in a sophisticated way, <laughs> you might be like, ah, weird. weird. Yeah. Or if they were being a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Yes. If they were being a jerk, you'd make fun of them for this. Like, oh yes,
1: the filet mignon. Certainly, good choice. You know?
2: <laughs> yeah. But it's a thirteen-year-old wearing a yeah. baseball cap with a collie on it. Oh my god! Yeah, in a non
0: fancy, and no. like this is not a fine dining experience.
2: Like <laughs> yeah. they've
0: gone out for like steak and burgers. It's fine.
1: They've mentioned in other books as well um, that the Hard Rock Cafe is comes on a list of cool restaurants they might go to. Um, mm. Like this gets, I think, I think Anna Martin really likes the Hard Rock Cafe, and like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's. It's pretty fun. I've been to ones here and in (laughs) Hong Kong. It's generally a good time, but like...
0: Marianne has the list of where their locations are. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> I've been to the one in New York in fact. Ooh, you you were in the same place where this <gasps> trip. Probably the same booth where Christy mispronounced phil Filamingo. <laughs> You're practically famous. <laughs> I know. I, I did not find the experience intimidatingly sophisticated. No. I have to say.
1: <laughs> and then they all buy matching t-shirts and Stacey's like, Ugh. yeah, and they get her to buy one too, which is good. She she actually like loosens up just enough. To purchase a T-shirt.
0: But she's not going to like it. <laughs> yeah. So next they go to Bloomingdale's, um, which for some reason even Stacy isn't too keen on. She said it used to be her favorite, but now she's realized it's too hot. Um, which again feels like this is just Anna Martin has a particular axe to grind at Bloomingdale's. <laughs> uh, so they go around. Um, they try perfume samples and stuff yes marianne almost gets arrested
1: <laughs> oh my god
0: because she thinks the tester pots of eyeshadow are like free samples so she steals one from the clinique counter and they get stopped by a store detective yes
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm like i do i believe that this that marianne did
0: not know about this because like i feel like tester yeah. pots are a pretty common concept. Like, Mm. there is a mall near Stony Brook. Yeah, where the bad girls
1: They've been there. Yes, exactly, which they've all been to.
2: Maybe Marianne, like, isn't allowed to go to the mall without her father's supervision, and he won't go to the makeup section of the... Oh, maybe. Like, maybe. But, like, no, I mean, even in, like, the local drugstore where they've got a makeup section, Mm. that's, you
0: know... Also, it's half-used.
2: Yeah, that's...
1: It's, like... Set your sights higher, Marianne.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Does she think that a famous
1: person might have tried this? Oh, maybe that's it. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. It's got like rock star DNA in it.
1: Oh. Oh. Yeah. This is a side of Marianne in particular that I'm not pleased to have like learned about. Yeah.
2: (laughs) But then like the thing is the next things that are like, oh no, it's so embarrassing. Mm -hmm. The next thing that like Stacey complains about is that Dawn trips trying to get on a down elevator. Yeah. How dare Dawn trip? Oh my God, how, how cringe. I mean,
0: only people from the suburbs can trip. New Yorkers just don't trip.
2: Also, like, uh,
0: is she okay? Like, escalators? <laughs> who are? fucking cares? She embarrassed Stacy. They're
1: really potentially very dangerous. Like <laughs> They
2: really are. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're actually quite blasé about escalators.
1: Considering, or, yeah, people lose yeah, limbs and stuff. You
0: definitely it, can, like, really hurt yourself in them, but what's most important is that you know stacy looked silly by association Mm -hmm. and then christy won't stop yelling about how expensive everything is
2: (laughs) to be fair christy is my favorite in this yeah because she's like all she is doing is loudly stating her opinion and her (laughs) opinions are rarely awful yeah they're just maybe they're she's just being a bit unpolished but like She's, yeah. fine. She's, she's fine. She's being. Her. She's grand.
1: She's being a country cousin, and she is like not remotely embarrassed about it. Which is yes.
0: it actually? It feels more
1: like vintage Christie, who's just a bit yeah. loud, as yeah. opposed to like <laughs> manic, angry CEO Christie, who we had yeah, in Like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Christie is quite relatable in this book uh, in ways yeah. that is is a change. So, like, I quite like Christy's. Like,
0: yeah, she's <laughs> just very down to earth, and she is. Like, she refuses to be starstruck by New York, which is quite refreshing.
2: I love it. Also, Marianne, come here, look at this, $160 for one fair I have walked around Brown Thomas and just were like, oh, look at that At all the prices. <laughs> Someone's going to pay that. I think we've all done that, probably. Yes. Yeah, like, I still, to this day, if I'm in there, here, look, look at that. <laughs> Rich people will buy that. <laughs> I'll try and keep my voice down doing it, but I will yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. I'm a mature and sophisticated 37-year-old. I don't shout it. Yeah. Well, I'm not great at indoor voice all the time, but I do my best. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's all we can do. <laughs> all right. So um, everyone is terrible at the department store Stacy is just silently fuming at mm-hmm. least at this point her fuming is still silent <laughs> it does not stay that way yeah <laughs> uh yes she she thinks that um the security guard must think they're just a bunch of tourist kids from the sticks and then remarks he was four fifths right she's <laughs> oh my so god good. Stacey get over yourself it's been like three hours and she hates them <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, you know can
1: I just say as well that like the last time we saw Stacy, she was like being waved away by a whole crowd of her friends. They made a like,
0: banner for her and threw her party. It was so emotional. And she was like, I'll never
1: forget you guys. And now she's like, I wish I could just forget I ever knew these people.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, teenagers. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: I also love that they started the next chapter, which is Claudia's letter home to her family. Mm-hmm. Um, which is uh, New York is so so cool the people are so cool too everyone is dressed like magazine models we went to a Magazin restaurant models. <laughs> magazine <laughs> models <laughs>
1: Model we went
0: to a restaurant called the Hard Rock Cafe and we went to Bloomingdale's I bought a pair of baggy socks and Marianne almost got arrested but don't tell her father
2: <laughs> <laughs> the Kishis will tell You'll her know father no other details yeah. the Kishis yes. are definitely going to talk to Richard about <laughs> yes. this yes <laughs>
1: It will the the story will have expanded by the time it gets to Richard. (laughs) Yes, but like Marianne, what's this I hear about you drinking vodka in Bloomington?
0: (laughs) Marianne got fully arrested and had to be bailed out like the key of all people cannot be trusted to be cool about this
2: (laughs) about anything Claudia, these are your parents don't tell them no don't tell them these things i mean
0: luckily she's only away for a weekend so she's definitely gonna get there before the postcard does anyway (laughs) yeah she should be
2: there yeah (laughs) i love
1: postcards in this series
2: (laughs) destroy this card in california
1: oh yes (laughs)
2: I love how many of the postcards in this book, they literally write in the postcard, y- I'm going to be home before you get this. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the
0: last postcard is written on the train home. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. I'm just going to post this when I get to Stony Brook. <laughs> like, just just hand deliver it. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so um, they finally get back to the apartment um, and they're going to go on a tour of the building to meet all the kids that they're babysitting. Mm-hmm. Dawn is afraid to go in the elevator. <laughs> it's like, oh. I'm pretty sure they have elevators in California.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Even in Stony Brook, probably
2: I one or two. Definitely.
1: I did not like, and still kind of don't like lifts, but it is a different phobia from being terrified of the city in general. Like,
0: Yes, she's not it, afraid of it because it's it, a lift. She's afraid of it because it's a lift in New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: There might be homeless people in the lift.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> and then Christy is helpfully like, oh, getting stuck wouldn't be so bad. What would really be bad is if the cable broke and we all plowed short <laughs> decks. Oh, Christy. Yep. Oh, there is a break yeah. to
1: stop that happening. Yes. I is. discovered this when that happened once. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs>
1: On the Wait. way to my grade three clarinet exam, which I'm still annoyed about. Ah! Um, yeah, it went gah-dung and dropped about a foot, and then the doors opened, and we climbed out and freaked out oh, and
2: went downstairs. Jesus! Mm-hmm. And you, did you do your clarinet exam? I did, and I passed it. Well in <laughs> Thank you. Like, I, I don't think I, I would have passed an exam after that. I was, I
1: was pretty shook, and like, I was like, oh my god, this is a thing I was scared about for years. But it is. I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that that is what happened. <laughs> I don't know for certain that that is the exact sequence of events. Maybe there was just like. It just stopped working properly, but um that was what I was told <laughs> about it. So, yeah, I think it would be a bad design if there wasn't anything to stop your yeah. lift from.
2: Oh, no, th- there are like mm. things to stop the lift. So that is definitely, I watched a thing about elevator design.
1: Ah, good. Okay, good. It's not just me kind of. No, no, that, that is, I think,
2: as far as I remember from this thing I watched a while ago, mm. documentary I watched ages ago, that is pretty much exactly what's meant to happen. <laughs> it will drop a little bit and then stop because yeah. they don't want people dying. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. back in the old days, they didn't have that and people died and then they went, maybe we could fix that somehow. <laughs> and they did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nice. Miracle of Modern Engineering. I love stuff like that. <laughs> then they go so they go
0: up uh forcing Dawn to get in the lift because they have to go to the 20th floor mm-hmm. and nobody's up for taking that many stairs, which is entirely fair. Yeah. Um so their first clients are these super rich people who live in the penthouse apartment. And yeah, Stacy tells them that their little kid, Leslie, is a picky brat just like jenny prezioso and they're all like Mm oh no um leslie's
1: crime is having a wheat allergy i think leslie's crime is reminding everybody about it a lot um although she's probably been told to do this because it's an allergy um they do yeah she seems a little bit like cosseted yeah but Uh, yeah she's yeah but stacy is judging everybody right now so they like, all
0: are. They're like, when they get out of the apartment, Marianne's like, oh my God, a wheat allergy. Like, Stacey's diabetic. They're all familiar <laughs> with the concept that like people have diseases. Mm. And sometimes the diseases involve food, but apparently they all are like wheat allergy
2: skeptics.
1: Yeah, it's a super, it's, it's not a good position for her. Like, absolutely. <laughs>
2: and it's like they're talking about how she's tiny because she was premature she's teeny like a spider with spindly arms and legs and like all the parents are doing is reminding them this and they have a mm-hmm. wheat allergy she must wear a jacket at all times tomorrow no prolonged running and then Leslie goes and keep me away from dogs because mm. she's afraid of dogs mm. like, like this is really not none of these are outrageous demands yeah and she's
0: like four it's not like she's ten yeah. or something like she's quite small yeah is
1: this like is this Stacy being like well, you needn't think you're fancy for having a Jenny Prezioso because I've got a New York Jenny Prezioso, <laughs> you know, <laughs>
0: probably. And she's got health problems. So, you know. This feels really like Stacey being like, here's all
1: the babysitting that I do here, like yeah. I used to, except now it's in New York. In fact, my uh, my other alternate title for this <laughs> this book is, What If Illegal Daycare But In New York? <laughs>
0: Yes, this is this is a crossover between the everyone is insufferable <laughs> genre and the illegal daycare genre. Yes.
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, there is just a, a whistle stop tour of all the other families that might potentially live in a large building.
0: Yes, <laughs> yeah. there's kids whose parents are artists, kids who live with a divorced dad, kids who go to pretentious theater classes,
1: kids who live in a perfectly yeah. nice apartment. And we don't get to hear anything more about that.
0: They're normal. Move on. It's dull. Kids who are black, but no one makes a big deal about it because it's New York.
1: <laughs> oh, that's so wild. I know. They're so sophisticated. Anne, or sorry, no. Mary makes a big deal out of the fact that they're artists um, and yes. celebrities. And she needs to meet a celebrity somewhere. And she's like, these people who are artists will do. Like, they've had a show.
0: Yeah, one of them is like an illustrator, which is very nice, but it doesn't really make you a celebrity.
1: Mm. They're probably not pursued by, like, paparazzi.
2: No, Is that a UK thing?
1: I presume that happens in the States as well.
2: No, it yeah, happens yeah. in the States as well, but I think the UK tabloids are just sort of... Um, <laughs> an extra layer of squalid. Yes. Gummy yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I believe
0: it. So, uh, yeah, Marianne will, will settle for artists uh, and Stacey is like, <laughs> Uh, yeah, we don't have any movie stars here, and Mariana's kind of pissed off by this. Um,
2: well, to be that, you know, I actually don't blame Stacy for getting snippy at Mariana about this. It would be getting wearying. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Marianne actually sounded annoyed that there weren't more famous people, and it's like broke off then. That <laughs> they they'll, they'll talk about how sad it is that the kids like
0: never go outdoors because they live in an apartment building, and Stacy goes on about how it's not safe for kids to go to Central Park on their own. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah, I a couple of years ago, uh my kid got a bunch of
2: Judy Bloom books out of the library <laughs> cuz I I actually have that highlighted and I wrote Tales of Fourth Grade Nothing.
0: Yes, exactly. And there was this this hilariously like gritty passage in that which like it's a very lighthearted book about like mm-hmm. fun antics um but the narrator at one point who yeah he's in fourth grade so he's like 10 and he's talking about how uh yeah they go to central park and it's fine and his dad told him to just stay away from the drug dealers and mm-hmm. as long as you like give the muggers all your money and you don't try to put up a fight you'll be grand uh so apparently things have things have moved on in new york and um, <laughs> kids are just not allowed go to the park anymore
1: yeah. yeah, I think these are slightly fancy kids too. I mean, I presume they Definitely. go out. You just like I still. My kids will be fairly old before I let them go to my local park on their own, and that's not because of the park. Well, you have to
0: cross a big road—a
1: fucking awful road.
0: It's a terrifying yeah. road.
1: It's got a horrible oh God, junction yeah. and really bad. Um, it's really not optimized for pedestrians. It's really like, oh, I guess people on foot will want to cross this. It takes you like ten minutes to cross a junction. I hate that road. I hate walking on that road. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's bollocks. So there are like, there are a whole load of reasons why you might not actually just let your kid randomly roam around in some big city. Some are probably a lot more friendly to, towards uh, kids, but like just there are, it's not that weird of a thing. (laughs) No. It's just the difference between living in a suburb and living in the center of a city.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, these kids are not actually living like
2: tragic, wistful, deprived lives, I don't think. <laughs> no, they just, um. When will my babysitter come home from war? <laughs> yeah. They just have to be accompanied by an adult to go to the park. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's the tragedy. That's not struggle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: There's also a line, I can't remember which house this is, um, where the girls are like, oh, you know, they're so nice. They had all this great furniture. And Stacey's like, you'd think they would never seen antiques before.
2: <laughs> yes! She's so catty! Yeah, I think though, then she was like. Again, but I mean, the thing is, they have, because they kept talking about how many antiques Watson has. Yes. <laughs> like, I actually don't blame her for thinking that, because, yeah. I thought I, Watson mostly,
1: like, specialised in toaster ovens. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I wonder how many toaster ovens are in that penthouse apartment. Good point. We'll never know.
1: Um, there's a. There is something about one of the families that they were supposed to not mention that she warns them in the lift.
0: Oh, that the mom is divorced and moved away. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're not talking (laughs) about it. And Stacey's like, yeah, don't don't say anything about her.
1: And Christy responds something like, oh, okay. Uh, Like, because she said Christy usually assumes people mean her when they say not to mention something.
2: Yes, I love that.
0: I like,
1: yeah. That's very self-aware like, aware for Christy, yeah, actually. Yeah. Like,
2: Hold on, Christy, you're right. Yeah, I I, I will <laughs>
0: run my mouth off, so. <laughs> Good to know. Thank you for the warning. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah, again, Christy is very relatable in this. <laughs> she really is. She's like the saving kind of grace of the entire fucking book. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, they go out and they encounter the most terrifying of all city encounters which is a person asking for money. Ah! And yeah, so... um, <laughs> Christy is like, oh gosh, yeah, I, sh- I should give this person some money. And Stacy is like, no! And she's like, Christy, if you take your purse out around the homeless people, they will literally kill you and eat your flesh. And Donna's <laughs> like oh my God. And Stacy's like, oh, Don, stop overreacting to everything.
2: <laughs> yes. That was like, that was on the way back from the station. Yeah, that was like wild. But, oh my God, yeah. I have this way further down. I thought this was like immediately after this whole scene. No, no, immediately after this, they go back to Stacy's apartment mm. and lose their minds about what to wear. And Marianne just like, oh, has yes. a meltdown and says, everyone has to wear what Stacy tells them to. While oh. Stacy's like, I, okay. Oh,
1: Marianne is not okay in this
2: scene. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Though to be fair, I think Stacy would have actually lost her shit if her friends had dressed the way they wanted to, <laughs> other than Claudia. Because Marianne, who was the one who was doing this, then is like, no, I won't wear that. Yes. And decided to wear what she wanted. And Stacy yet again, died of cringe. I think that, although, yeah,
1: Stacy is like, Marianne is having a moment right now. <laughs> I'm just going to maybe letter so stacy is like yeah so i'm not going to pick out the clothes for everybody else marianne like you want me to because that is deranged if you like i will help you pick your outfit out marianne's like okay that's fine and stacy says okay here you should wear these marianne's like no i'm not gonna wear that (laughs) and and stacy's like and just backs off which is the only time she shows this level of restraint yeah (laughs) like but i think she's kind of going i think marianne might cut a bitch (laughs) yes yeah i might just also
0: marianne specifically singles out christy and i was like yeah especially you christy you have to wear what stacy tells you to wear yeah
1: and christy's like i will not also everything i have to wear is a variation on what i'm currently wearing
0: yes (laughs) yes like (laughs) i hope stacy says jeans a sweater a turtleneck and sneakers because that's all i brought (laughs) christy is unapologetically herself
2: Mm -hmm. also christy is very me in that yeah
0: (laughs) so yeah we will we will get into the details of all these outfits later on but yes everyone is just stressing out over everyone's clothes um also stacy's friend lane is coming (laughs)
1: lane
0: cummings (laughs) stacy is very excited to introduce uh claudia and lane because Lane is her old best friend and Claudia is her new
2: best friend it'll be great. <laughs> oh, and um, that couldn't possibly go that yeah. way. She
1: like, she's like, yeah, they, they have all these differences and she provides this list yes. of, of all the differences. And then the she list? can, yeah, please, please read the whole section.
0: Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> I was certain that g- they would get along since I like them both so much. Although when I thought about it, I realized that they didn't have much in common. Lane is super smart. And Claudia may be smart, but she doesn't do well in school. Claudia likes arts and crafts. Lane likes foreign movies. Claudia reads Nancy Drew mysteries. Lane reads French poetry. Claudia likes junk food. Lane likes gourmet food. She's even eaten pigeon. Still, since opposites attract, I just knew Lane and Claudia would hit it off. Besides, they did have one thing in common. Me! Stacy has... apparently... not retained any of that psychology expertise she had a few books ago (laughs) this is not how humans operate
1: she has a very scattergun approach to um (laughs) understanding how other people's mind works yes i think also she's like this feels like there might be a problem coming down the line but i'm going to ignore that in favor of what i hope will happen Exactly. I, i like i do that i do that a lot (laughs) so <laughs> yeah. This this one thing, it is it is not phrased in a way that, <laughs> like, the reader approaches this and is like, oh boy, Stacey, yeah. you can see where this is about to go.
0: That's true. The only thing, the only difference is when you're in your 30s, you kind of frame it a bit more subtly so that you can legitimately act surprised when it doesn't turn out right.
2: <laughs> you get way better at lying
0: to yourself, yeah, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Marianne is worrying about what you do at a New York party, and Stacey's like, exactly what you do at a Connecticut party. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're 13.
0: Yeah. Like, nobody's bringing cocaine.
2: It's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you have to be 15 for that. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Lane turns up, and her and Claudia are instantly, um, at each other's throats.
1: Like, yeah, <laughs> from the first words that they exchange with one yes. another
0: yeah claudia's like yeah we heard about you you're the one she had the fight with when uh she was diabetic when she turned out to be diabetic right elaine's like yeah you're the one she had a fight with when your little club almost broke <laughs> up uh, 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 yeah. Uh. yeah
1: oh yeah <laughs> that's
0: amazing <laughs>
1: Yeah, the whole, this is just the before the party when they're all getting ready and it goes downhill from here.
0: Oh my god, yeah. Yes. It's amazing. It's, just, it's so cringy. We also have a brief <laughs> interlude of Dawn's letter home to her mom telling her that they have to have doormen to keep the murderers out. <laughs> like, I I don't think a doorman is the same thing as a, like, security guard. Um, a doorman is, is just like a concierge. She's not combat trained. <laughs> like, Neither are most security guards, though. They're at least burly and muscular. Like, these doormen seem to be, like, pleasant elderly men. Yeah, if there's a hit out on you,
1: he's, like it's above his
0: pay grade. <laughs> I'm not sure what Don thinks they're going to do. But anyway, um, yes, everyone is bitching at each other. Uh, Marianne. So Elaine, apparently, her family are fucking billionaires because she lives in the Dakota building. Mm. um, Which I know about from a Jack Reacher book. <sighs> where yes. he had, like, a client who lived in the Dakota building who was unbelievably rich. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, Lane's family are, are, like, Broadway producers or something. And yeah. Yeah, she's insanely well off, even compared to Stacy, who's very well off. Mm-hmm. Marianne knows everything about the Dakota building.
1: <laughs> we hear a lot about the Dakota building. Um, I-,
2: <laughs> I mean, this is literally my only source of knowledge on the Dakota building, but I'm pretty well informed. Yeah. <laughs> I have read
1: Rosemary's Baby, which is referenced both in this book and in the later in the later New York book, and Mary's like, oh, Rosemary's Baby was filmed here. I mean, I haven't I haven't been allowed to like see the movie or anything, but like that is so cool. I was like, Yeah, you fucking weren't. <laughs> like <laughs> that is a okay, it's actually like it's it's very subversive as well as being like I've not seen it. Highly problematic and weird and crazy and kind of funny and hilarious as well. Um, but yeah, so basically what happens in Rosemary's baby is that, um, this nice young couple move into the Dakota building, which turns out to have, uh, all their neighbors are members of this satanic cult. Um, and they have a back door into their apartment, and the husband gets involved with the cult and he drugs the wife, and they, uh, like basically do a big ritual in which they get Satan to impregnate her.
2: Oh, that happens,
1: yeah. And that's the baby uh, in the thing. And uh, Oh, good to know. The, the bit that I find kind of enjoyable about it is that by the end, uh, the baby has arrived and as the baby's mother, she's just like, oh my God, I can't believe you guys did this to me. But I'm in fucking charge now. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, so you're all going to serve me. <laughs> that's brilliant. <laughs> uh it, it kind of, is but it is not an appropriate book for a 13 year old to be into it's just it's like oh they filmed part of um the exorcist here i'm so excited by that it's so glamorous (laughs) you know like look here's the the green vomit stains on the wall it's the same kind of um the same kind of vibe
0: so yeah even though marianne is a stephen king fan this is this is too edgy even yeah. for her. They have a door
1: into the apartment where the cultists get in yeah. to the room and, so that they can have their creepy ritual. Jesus. Like, um,
0: it's like, oh, wow, you live in that building. That's so cool. <laughs> Do you have a secret door that cultists come in through?
1: <laughs> yes, all the time. <laughs> Stop making a big thing out of it.
0: Yeah, Elaine is like, I haven't seen Rosemary's baby because I'm not allowed. And Marianne is like, me neither. We have something in common. <laughs> <laughs> she's just oh. so dorky. It's amazing. And then she's like, oh, I hear John Lennon lived there. And like, nobody mentions that he was like murdered on the doorstep, which is like the most famous fact about the <laughs> <what I'm saying. laughs> John Lennon lived there and now doesn't. And we'll say
2: no more about that.
1: <laughs> hey, Yoko Ono still does though. <laughs> yep.
2: Yeah. Well that's because Marianne immediately launches from we have something in common. I heard famous people live there. Do you know any famous people? And she's like, um, like John Lennon used to live there and Yoko Ono still does. Can I just get away from this girl, please? Yes. Yeah.
0: Marianne basically desperately wants to become a groupie, I think. Mm. Of anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Okay, where what is the actual context for Stacy using the line "unattached hicks from Connecticut" because I I cannot stop laughing about that. I feel like if we have merch, we need to put
0: that on it. Oh, here we go. She's <laughs> Yes, she's invited a bunch of boys um so that oh, yeah. they have like balanced numbers. Um yes. I'd, I'd invited 13 boys. This was to even things up so that there wouldn't be too many girls. I thought this was very nice and thoughtful of me. I wasn't trying to set up any of my friends. I just didn't want them to feel like they were sticking out. Unattached hicks from Connecticut or something. <laughs> <laughs> so nice oh. and thoughtful, Stacy. <laughs> You're the best friend a girl could have.
1: I love her congratulating oh. herself on this. I
2: know. <laughs>
0: so...
1: <laughs> okay. Um, can I share a historical quote with you that is actually totally relevant to this Please kind do. of from like about two hundred years prior to that, but you know, um yeah, yeah. Okay. so I came across this a while back and I couldn't stop laughing at it um in a biography of um uh fenimore Cooper um who was a like hardcore New Yorker and was friends with this lady called Anne McVicker grant, who was also a Scottish lady but who lived in New York for a while in around like eighteen hundred and who had very poor opinions. Of people from Connecticut, um, <laughs> described them as conceited, litigious, and selfish beyond measure, uh, and <laughs> like painted this beautiful picture of um, Obadiah or Zephaniah from Hampshire or Connecticut, who came in without knocking, sat down without invitation, and lighted their pipes without ceremony, then talked of buying land, and finally began a discourse on politics, which would have done honour to Praise God Barebones or any member of his parliament. <laughs> So every time she was like, kind of like, oh, these, these, um, (laughs) these Connecticut people, I'm like, yeah,
0: (laughs) they're all a bunch of rustic Puritans. It goes back a
1: long way. (laughs) Uh,
2: Evidently. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. That's amazing.
1: (laughs) Oh, it makes me so happy to hear people just being, having the same kind of like,
0: irrational
1: nonsense
0: Yeah. So yes, Marianne is bombarding anyone who'll listen with historical facts mm-hmm. um about like famous houses of New York City and stuff, and Stacey is having to physically pull her away.
1: Yeah, her New York friends are there going, What is this girl talking about? <laughs> She's
0: yes. like yakking on. Christy uh hits it off with a boy called Kobe because they are both into sports. Um so they are actually, like, dancing and stuff.
1: Yeah, she is the social success of this party because yes. she yep. refuses to compromise her values. And yes. I'm sure that's a lesson of some description.
2: Well, I think it's more like, Christy in this just seems to be, like, not self-conscious at all. Mm. So yeah. she just sort of acts like a normal person. <laughs> or a normal version of herself, <laughs> anyway. Also, in, Christy's the only one who Claudia does what, or not Claudia, Stacey does what she's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. She introduces Christy to someone and tells them a thing they may have in common and like to discuss and like to have a conversation about and leaves them Yes,
1: that's true, actually. Like, totally it works.
2: No one else gets that sort of helping hand. No. Well, she kind
1: of doesn't trust anybody else to (laughs) behave themselves.
2: Yeah, Marianne has just gone
0: completely out of control at this point. (laughs) Claudia's busy being a bitch.
1: Dawn is hiding. Don, yes,
0: Don is hiding. Marianne then starts bitching to a bunch of New York kids about what a hick Don is and a yeah. time it is. And
2: Don overhears. What the hell was that? Like, I think it was framed as that Marianne had finally found some, some, some... Marianne really wanted the attention of the New Yorkers and she found a way to get it. Yeah, basically. she wanted
0: to show off how like she's like them and not like Don, basically.
2: <gasps> yeah. I guess I... <laughs>
1: She could have sort of teased this out a little bit more, but it would make sense for Marianne to be like, oh, I found something Dawn's afraid of. (laughs) Yes. Remember all those times you went swinging on the rope and made fun of me for not doing the same? Well, (laughs) I saw your reaction (laughs) to a mouse the other day. Yeah. Now I'm going to tell some people about it. And you
0: believe in the sewer alligators. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yes, and Christy is just about to start slow dancing with this Kobe guy. And Claudia fucking swoops in and literally asks the guy, may I have this dance? Um Christy is not impressed. Mm, neither yeah. is Stacy, neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: that was incredibly rude. Yes. Random as well. Yes. Yeah, so random. Why? Like I like, <laughs>
1: like Christy's not allowed to have any of this male attention.
0: Yeah, I think it's maybe that. It's like, no, I'm the one that the boys like. Um I'm yeah. just gonna like reclaim my place yeah here. basically <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> as owner of boys
0: yes exactly yeah i'm the attractive one yeah it's it's terrible but it's absolutely the kind of thing that teenagers might do to each other
2: yeah mm. i think it just was like i don't know uh, like claudia has actual beef with so many people in the room i mean not valid beef but beef. Yes. um what <laughs> what why, why suddenly attack christy mm-hmm. um they seem to mostly ignore each
1: other. Yeah. Like, they're very yeah. rarely...
0: They don't interact much. Yeah. 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 But yeah, whatever. Everyone is terrible in this book, as, mm-hmm. as we yeah. have established. Yeah. Sure. So um, everyone else has left uh, except for Lane, who was supposed to stay over. And Lane is like, yeah, do you still want me to stay over? And Claudia is like,
1: nope. <laughs> Basically, <laughs>
0: Well, yep. she's like, well,
1: we we don't want to keep you.
0: Yeah, let us not force you if you don't want to. Like, she doesn't just say get out, bitch.
1: Yeah, she phrases it in the usual kind of weasel words that you would use if you actually want somebody to just go.
2: Yes, it's like when you're on the phone and you're and you're sitting there going, well, listen, um, I let you go, okay, <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye, 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 <laughs> hang up, and they're gone. <laughs> exactly.
0: It degenerates oh. quickly, though, uh, and they they oh, yeah. start name calling, <laughs> and then everyone's name calling, um, <laughs> and uh, oh yes, yeah, actually, Claudia specifies that she did take uh, Cody, Kobe, sorry, away from Christie because she didn't want to be a wallflower all night, and no one was asking her
2: to dance, so so instead of asking one of the 12 other boys in the room to dance yeah yeah Uh shitty excuse
1: Claudia shitty excuse this feels a bit like the parable of the ewe lamb weirdly I very rarely think about the bible (laughs) but like (laughs) don't take the one thing that's already owned by someone. oh right yes yes
2: yes, I remember it now yeah (laughs) Yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, what what was that, Claude?
0: <laughs> yeah, everyone everyone hates everyone. Um, Stacey splits
1: them up into pairs of people who are not fighting with one another, so that they yes. can go to sleep in their respective rooms.
0: Yes. Don confronts Marianne about bitching about her to the New York kids, and Marianne oh. promptly starts crying because she's Marianne, <laughs> and, <sighs> and nobody is moved by this. Yeah, Stacy they were all supposed to sleep in Stacy's room together and Stacy's like, Nope, I don't want to share a room with any of you. Yeah, so, yeah she splits up the people yeah. who are least mad at each other and puts them in various guest beds <laughs> and is like Yeah.
2: Yeah, fuck you all. <laughs> I think to be honest, this is the first time I felt that Stacy being really pissed off at them is justified. Oh, yes. Yeah. It is actually. Like, totally and this stupid. is utterly justified. They've
0: all been unbearable. <laughs> but Except Christy. I think she she hasn't been creating a great atmosphere up oh, to now. Like oh no she her, hasn't like her you crabbiness know. was probably not helping everybody else's mood either
2: no 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 she didn't help at all but also yeah, I, I, yeah.
0: <laughs> i'd be pissed off too and i'm actually yeah, kind of I impressed with her for kicking them out of her room like i wouldn't have the nerve yeah. to do that but <laughs> no. they deserved it
2: <laughs> like in this case i would be pissed off at them even if I wasn't hungry. <laughs> so.
1: so they all go to sleep in their respective bedrooms in as much as the size of the flat allows for that.
0: Yeah. So they wake up in the morning and they have decided that they're going to have a sort of truce because they actually have to do illegal daycare stuff today. So um, <laughs> they're just going to grit their teeth and get through it. So, oh yeah. Christy wants to put name tags on all the kids and Stacy is like, no, we can't do that because we're taking them out in public, and you know they might get abducted if strangers know their names. <laughs> like what?
1: <laughs> Which is also a thing that can happen in California.
0: Yeah, there are strangers everywhere. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the most
1: the likelihood is, as we have seen, that if your kid's going to get abducted by somebody, it will be
0: a parent, an estranged
1: member of the family, probably a parent.
0: Yeah, someone should remind Dawn of that.
2: That would be reassuring. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't come up for some reason. Oh, then she'll spend the entire, like, book worrying about the, uh, the, 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 the mom of the divorce That's oh, true. Maybe
0: she'll swoop in and take the kids. Yeah. So, the kids are all brought over. Uh, a bunch of them start crying. Uh, Leslie reminds them that she has a wheat allergy. <laughs> uh, the babysitters are still salty about that for whatever <laughs> reason. They, then realized that taking like 10 kids out on the street might be logistically challenging. So they do the Madeline thing and put them in two straight lines, mm-hmm. uh, which works fine because it's yeah.
2: very sensible. Junior, if and nature walks the, uh, <laughs> the country over uh, and play the same exactly. it works fine.
1: None of the kids are self-conscious about holding hands,
0: which yep. is good. Which is nice.
2: Yeah, actually, we don't have a single case of, ew, I don't like girls in this entire book. Yes. Yeah.
0: I guess we real kids are just very sophisticated about gender. Ah, uh, that's it. <sighs> They've moved on we- from this kind of nonsense. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank God. We don't have time for gender shenanigans, though, really. Like, they're no. only babysitting them for an afternoon.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah, it's true. Uh,
0: so they take them to the Museum of Natural History, because it's just around the corner. Mm-hmm. And I think Anna M. Martin also really likes the Museum of Natural History. Yes. <laughs> we hear about so. all the great things. It's got the Nature Max Theatre with the biggest movie screen in New York. It's got a planetarium and a laser show and a sesame street show. Uh <laughs> the kid who goes to pretentious theatre class says, I just want to see the stars. They make me feel at like one with the universe. And everyone else is like The fuck? (laughs) Uh,
1: Well they all say huh, but it's implied. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. From this point on it kind of is a New York guidebook to Anna Martin's favourite stuff. Yes. Yes. Anna Martin
0: is a lot more lively about this than Marianne. (laughs) Well they I
1: mean Marianne is the one she identifies with. I yes. wonder if she like went to a party and bored somebody with New York facts. Like, <laughs> maybe for an hour.
2: I think maybe maybe she really would like to and she knows that she might if she let herself and that's why she's like yeah, that's what happens Marianne's cringe
1: <laughs> thing. This party is just like it's just all the things she would do if she was
0: allowed it's <laughs> it's it's just her it. <laughs> it's the harmonica verse yes <laughs> it's it's the harmonica verse Aoife have we told you about the harmonica verse no so Karen when I was preparing to get married Tried to convince me to give everybody harmonicas as wedding favors. We were
1: we were in a two euro shop, right? <laughs> and we encountered um, a display of two harmonicas for a euro, which is a good deal on harmonicas. And
2: That's a fantastic deal on harmonicas. I
1: said to Esther, Haha, imagine, imagine giving these out as wedding favors and then we were like a hundred people all equipped with harmonicas. Oh,
0: many of whom are oh. small children. The chaos.
1: The speeches would be enlivened a lot. <laughs> yes. There wouldn't be no silence at all. It would be just like,
2: I mean, many of them would be small children, and the adults would be increasingly drunk yep. as the as the day wore on. T-
1: the kids wouldn't be what I'd be worried about. Like,
2: <laughs> no, not you really. Know,
1: um, like parents will probably take them away from the kids and then play them themselves. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> like,
0: I'm gonna play two harmonicas at once and, and then finish that bottle of wine and start. Yeah. So we agreed that this would be objectively unbearable in practice. <laughs> but that we wanted to believe that there was a universe in which we went through with this and it was hilarious. Yes. So this is the harmonica verse and this is the parallel universe in which we do all the terrible ideas that we have that we know better than to go through with in real life. I love it. I think that's amazing. I think this party is Anna Merton's harmonica verse.
1: Yep. Maybe. She put it in yeah. fiction. Um, yeah. Like Sue Grafton wrote her first novel to just – um like, because she was lying awake at night planning how to kill her ex-husband. And she's like, no, I get caught, so I'll just do, write it as a murder mystery, and it was super successful. <laughs> That's amazing. It's quite a good way to use that whole energy that you have. Yeah, going I around.
0: mean, I uh, maybe the the fault is with us for not finding a way to monetize the harmonica verse. <laughs> <laughs> we have this podcast, Esther. That's true. I mean, <laughs> this podcast is the most harmonica verse thing we've actually gone through with.
2: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, we're we're still doing it. <laughs> Also, it's not been monetized.
1: No. Well, by the time this one comes out, who knows?
2: <laughs> who knows? Maybe we'll have gone viral. <laughs> oh,
1: boy. I don't know if I want that. Okay. <laughs> um, yes. So they are. They go to the universe, and they're... They, they go, go to, to the universe. universe? They go to the universe. They go to the Natural History Museum. They're already in the universe, so... <laughs> they were outside the universe, but now they're... In the- oh,
0: um, yeah. Karen is the only one <laughs> drinking tonight <laughs> yeah
1: this and <on> many nights
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> like two the, yes. the increasingly
1: drunk auntie at the party you're just gonna have to put up with me they go to the museum right which <laughs> word is placed just directly below the word universe in my notes okay <laughs> mm-hmm. okay it's, it's fine. Anne's fault <laughs> Anyway, there's just a load of really specific dinosaurs present. Yes. And I was I have some um very dinosaur obsessed kids in my house at the moment, and I was like, yeah, they would approve of this. Yeah. It's not just like another feckin' T-Rex. It's like a Trachodontosaurus.
2: Yes, it's nice. all kinds of obscure dinosaurs. It's not just like the mainstream dinosaurs. I have a feeling that Anne Martin was like Oh no! I'll have to do a research thing. <laughs> and like went to her favorite places in New York and was like, "Oh, I'll write down the names of some of the cool looking dinosaurs." Like I bet she did.
1: <laughs> yep, I was just a nice
2: wholesome thought. One
1: hundred percent believe that that is what happened. But, uh, I have to research
0: the Hard Rock
2: Cafe menu. <laughs>
0: Woo! Lunch sorted. God, doesn't this make you yearn for the halcyon days of going places? Yeah. Imagine just going to the museum to do a research. Oh. Going to a restaurant, eating a burger made by another person. Yeah, wild madness. I know. Right? Wild.
1: I got a takeaway coffee this morning, <gasps> and it felt pretty like yeah, rebellious luxury.
2: <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> luxury. Um. So, Anne Martin is in New York and researching dinosaur names. Yes.
0: The the illegal daycare actually backfires, and they lose a kid. <laughs> <gasps> <laughs> that and then they're inevitable. like let's give it 15 minutes and look around and then maybe alert the museum staff this is not what you should do if you lose a small child
1: i think i probably would try to look for them briefly
0: first i'd look for them briefly but like it's a very big museum and he's pretty small and 15 minutes is quite a while yeah the, the, The estranged parent could have got quite far with him by then.
1: Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I I was kind of, yeah, tearing my hair at reading this.
2: I think I was less so because I was thinking from the perspective of the kid who constantly did just stop to look at something for a second and then look up and realize, oh, they're gone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Constantly. Uh, So my parents would absolutely not um raise any kind of alarm before they had retraced their steps and found me it's one thing
0: though if it's your own kid but if
2: you're like yeah. oh god yeah no it's someone yeah. else's kid like, no way
0: so they find the kid anyway um he'd gone off to have another look at the brontosaurus um and then they realize they've forgotten to make arrangements for anyone to have lunch so they mm-hmm. go to the restaurant in the museum and everyone has burgers except for Leslie and Dawn and Stacey, who all have salad. And Stacy is like, oh, I thought Leslie would have a big tantrum because she had to have salad because of her wheat allergy. But she ate it. it's like, only Stacy could find a way to still be crabby about the fact that Leslie yeah. cheerfully ate the food they gave her. <laughs>
1: like,
0: <laughs> What is her damage? Um, and then they go to Central Park. And Marianne is trying to be an expert about Central Park and Stacy just like flexes on her and is like, well, yes. do you know where the Crouching Panther statue is and the Dean Shelter and blah, blah, blah. And Marianne is like finally slightly cowed by the fact that Stacy actually knows New York.
1: Like, yes. I know that it's 800 square acres of fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I don't know if that's the right measurement. <laughs>
0: A bunch of square acres of fun. Anyway, I think all acres are square. It's a bunch of acres of fun.
1: Sure, <laughs> i will take your word for that. <laughs> it's a measure
0: of area, not length, so it has it to is. be. It has to be square. It's. I know that it's 800
1: acres of fun. That's better. Yeah, That's you can just use that take. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I kind of
0: like me being a bitch. <laughs> are you flexing <laughs> on me?
1: Am I being the Marianne? because i'm not comfortable with this dynamic no i think
0: i'm being the mary allen being like well actually acres are inherently an area a measure of area
1: shut up obadiah
0: <laughs> obadiah oh, call me bare bones thank you <laughs> okay um so they go to the park don's afraid of being murdered obviously of uh, she's so desperate that she's relieved when they come out into the open and find a hot dog stand.
1: <laughs> the first time she's ever been pleased to see hot dogs.
0: Yes, basically. And also she's worried that there's homeless people in the park. And Stacy's like, just because they're homeless doesn't mean they're going to murder us, Dawn, you fucking classist monstrosity.
1: Although I definitely impressed upon you that they were dangerous yes. later on in the book.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Stacy again, is just like, she's at bitch-eating crackers level with everyone.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: She's annoyed at people for doing, like, one thing and then doing the exact opposite of that thing. And she's like... Both of these things are... Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Nobody can do anything right right now. They're not doing anything right, but they can't, even if they want to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But... The kids save the day because the kids are full of like joie de vivre and they're not cynical mm-hmm. and tired of Central Park. So they're very excited to see like people walking comedic numbers of dogs and mm-hmm. people uh, feeding pigeons and an old man riding a big tricycle with a wagon full of cats on the back. <laughs> um,
1: and the cats match his beard.
0: Yes. Yeah. And Stacy is
1: like, huh, you don't see that every day.
0: Yes. And um, there's a musical clock with, like, animatronic mm-hmm. animals that come out and everyone is delighted. And Stacey,
2: like, rediscovers her sense of humor, basically. I, it's, it's it's kind of like having one of those, like, true meaning of Christmas yes. experiences, yes. except it's the true meaning of Central Park. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's, which but, is chill, it's fun. Yeah. Specifically, it's the
1: guy with the beard and the cats that, that <laughs> yeah. like where she has this epiphany because Donna's uh, like, ah, you've just been really cynical and like bored with everything so far. Yes. And Stacey's like, oh, huh, hmm, I guess, I guess you're right. <laughs> and then they go off and they have a good time.
0: Yep. Yes. Oh, yes. She says, how could I have forgotten about the Delacorte clock? Uh, Was this what happens when you grow older? Or was I becoming a New York snob? Someone who's lived in the city for so long that she takes everything for granted. And then a jarring thought occurred to me. Maybe my friends were as exasperated with me as I was with them. (laughs) You fucking think? Mm -hmm. Uh Yeah,
1: that's true, actually. They probably are like, Stacey's being such a bee. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah. I would have actually loved like some POV chapters from the others (laughs) about how awful she's being because like everyone is unbearable.
1: They could have sneaked something into one of the postcards. Actually, that would be good. Like just, just a little yeah. implication.
2: Yeah, the postcards are all surprisingly diplomatic. I like the one that it was Christy's one that was just full of lies. And it was, was entirely was like, was full, full of lies. lies. New York is
0: amazing, and we're all getting on so well. It's great. <laughs> you
1: know what, Christy? This is as it should be. <laughs> Rather than Claudia sending all the. <laughs> the dirt back All home the dirt back to her home. uptight yeah. parents. Yes. Christy is just like, I'm going to gloss over some of the stuff yeah. that's been happening. You don't need to know. You don't need to know.
2: Like, the uptight Kishies still live across the road from the uptight Spears. Yeah. They're going to tell yeah. him. <laughs> what yeah. happened to Marianne? <laughs> what did she do? Where did she buy heroin?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Richard is just not going to take that well.
0: <laughs> no. No.
1: so, yeah, anyway, the book from this point is definitely a guidebook to Central Park.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, pretty much. There's lots of fun things to do. It's many many acres of fun. <laughs> yes, yeah, Stacy realizes that like she she when she sees New York through her friend's eyes like a tourist, she actually really appreciates the place um <laughs> rather than just being like stuck up about it uh so yeah she she learns a lesson
1: they all get more relaxed yes apparently which is not a word i would use to describe myself while in charge of 10 children
0: (laughs) no oh my god
1: these children are basically angelic beyond what you could expect even like yeah understanding that yeah one of them gets lost in a museum
2: yeah it's not on purpose yeah. I was actually thinking as I read this about how much walking they have done. Yeah. yeah. And I was thinking about how cranky I would be. One of them is as three. An adult. Yes. At the end of that day, having done that much bloody walking. And I'd be like, and I was like, no, yeah, the kids are astonishingly well behaved. They really are.
1: We went for a 20 minute walk in the park today and like both children got carried for most of it. <laughs> <laughs> that said, it was Absolutely miserable. Yeah, out. God, it was really it was.
0: grim. And I bet there wasn't even an old man pulling a wagon full of cats to distract them. Well, you'll only
2: get only in New York. In no, New York.
1: there were some very hardy looking dogs out being walked and everybody was like, let's get this over with.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, the other
0: thing that Claudia is amazed by is that there's a dog playing catch with a frisbee in the park. Oh yes, <laughs> Ah, that's so crazy. Like, was that not a thing then? Like, that's extremely normal. Yeah. Uh, Dogs catch most things you throw. Are frisbees new at this point in time? No, frisbees were from like the 60s, I think. Okay. Maybe they don't do it in Connecticut. Yeah, I don't know.
2: Maybe it's just that the dog is catching the frisbee in the air instead of waiting for it to land like they would a stick, but then frisbees go like slowly and you can catch, I don't know. That's still quite common really normal for dogs to do maybe
1: and um being a lifelong new yorker doesn't know what people from connecticut would think was normal
2: i'm actually maybe it's because Anne's a real cat maybe person. yeah yeah, yeah she just it's doesn't just know like, what standard with <laughs> <be>. oh, a <laughs> dog catching her first her mind was blown once god yeah. look at that crazy
1: animal how did they train him to do that <laughs> It's definitely not an adaptation of a skill that most dogs already have. It must be a
0: circus dog.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Yes, they enjoy many but not all of the fun sites that Central Park has to offer because there's so many acres of fun in Central Park that you just can't do it all in one visit. <laughs> and then the um, the kids sing them a song to thank them for being so nice and Stacy gets really embarrassed and then realizes, why am I so embarrassed all the time? This is bullshit. Uh, which is delightful because um, yeah. she's absolutely right. Yeah, And then they return all the kids to their parents. The parents whose kid got lost are uh, surprisingly chill about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, I got lost in the museum! <laughs> oh yes, and the parents have all decided that they're going to solve homelessness in New York, so that's all you need to hear about that plot. Yeah, all sorted, done and dusted. Yeah.
1: I had really thought that like, you know, I was joking, haha, they're going to have her taken away, but I thought that they were going to actually help this specific one woman. But no, they're just going to They're just going
0: to like open a soup kitchen. Which is which is great, but ye- It's a yeah. She needs more targeted specific help. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she appears to have mental health issues. You should get in
1: touch with her specific social worker. Yeah, I mean,
0: also, like, the random concerned townspeople cannot actually solve somebody's, like, entire life problems. And this whole Mm. premise is extremely shaky. Uh, And I'm just really glad that the book isn't actually more about this because, like, it's not. Oh, very. Mm. Yes. But whatever. They've solved homelessness. More importantly, Lane's got tickets to nobody's favorite Broadway musical.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Lane has rung up and been like, guys, I feel really bad about this.
0: Lane is so magnanimous here. She's a fucking (laughs) saint.
1: Lane wasn't that bad at the party, really. Yeah. Lane is kind of trying.
0: Yeah, Lane was, was very heavily provoked at the party. And was not yeah. that bad and has rung everyone up and is like, do you want to go see a Broadway show for free? And we can rent a limo.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was like, <laughs> it, it is, it is quite the swanky night out. Yes. It is a good way to force people to make up with you. And
2: then everyone was like, Oh my gosh. Yes. That's amazing. And then Lane's like psych at Starlight Express. <laughs> <laughs> this is just her revenge. <laughs> oh my God. And the rest
0: of them don't get it. You might be right. Cause like she's a Broadway theater kid. She wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. New headcanon. Le- the lane is actually playing an elaborate mind game on the but they're too <laughs> unsophisticated to realize.
1: I, this yeah. is hilarious, though. The thought of her sitting like in the restaurant, sipping her like sparkling apple juice, and going, oh, "The trusting fools—they have no idea what they're about to see." The whole
0: cast is on roller skates, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, cool! That's going to be so
1: cool." She's like, "Ugh." <laughs> Fine, Zephaniah. <laughs> You're just, enjoy your entrees. (laughs)
0: I'll be down the road at Les Mis. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, they they all get on great. Um, The the girls are entirely won over by Lane's incredible Mm -hmm. bounty, uh, which may or may not be (laughs) passive-aggressive bounty. (laughs) (laughs) They, yes, they get, they get the limo because apparently Lane's parents always rent a limo when they want to go somewhere. Um, the limo has a TV which they watch for 10 seconds because Christy wants to be able to tell everyone that she watched TV in a limo. <laughs> just, <yep. laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. And also I'd be like, oh my God, I'm so excited. Just turn it on for the form and then turn it off again. Okay. I'm
2: just going to be excited about being in a limo now. Ah. Yeah. No, basically, I would definitely, there's no way I would not turn on yep. the TV in a limo. Just yes. to say you've done it christy is all of us exactly poke through
1: all the features and just work out what you have like like on a in a slightly fancier plane than the type you normally get exactly
0: (laughs) yeah so yeah everything's fine they all get on great and claudia and lane even exchange phone numbers and addresses and decide to be friends now They will not write to each other. They will definitely not write to each other.
1: But that's okay. The kind of social um, niceties have been preserved.
0: Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. I also find it hilarious that at this point, Christy writes home to Shannon Kilburn Mm. and says, "I wish you'd known Stacy better. I think the two of you would have been friends." Uh Kind of a diss on Uh Stacy because Shannon is frequently insufferable. Although, so yep. Stacy. Yeah, they are. Yeah,
1: Stacy has Actually, moments of like being a good person, but Shannon is like 100% insufferable.
2: Well, she gave Christy a, the cutest puppy in the world. I, I, like, I would accept it if someone gave me a dog. I'd be like, all right, I'll like you now.
0: <laughs> but neither of them are great people. So yeah, maybe Christy is right. Maybe yeah. they would have got on great. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah.
0: By being really annoying. So yeah, they have a, a sort of a faux babysitter's club meeting where they don't do any babysitting talk and just talk about what's going on in their various B plots. Dawn tells Stacy about Jeff moving back to California. Yeah,
2: because despite the fact that like Claudia and Stacy talk on the phone all the fucking time, yeah. Claudia has never mentioned yes. this.
0: Which is weird. Mm-hmm. Then they tell her about little Miss Stony Brook and Dawn. Uh, they just give her like a full plot summary of that.
1: <laughs> it was like a clip show this part of it. Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah. And like, oh, there's one babysitter's club book I don't think we'll ever forget. <laughs> I think it suits
1: Christy to have no responsibility.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: She's a lot more likable. Uh they they also prank call Jeff in California, which is where I learned the is the refrigerator running joke. <laughs> same. Uh, because same. I had heard the, the first part of it but I never heard the punchline until I read this book I think
1: I'm sure I didn't read this book at the time because I would have remembered that and in another book they try to prank call somebody or there is an attempt at prank calling where they don't get through the whole thing and they have to hang up halfway. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know what the punchline was uh, until many years later.
0: Well, you should have read all the books.
1: <laughs> yeah, I should have read this one instead of avoiding it for whatever reason. But it was good to approach it with fresh eyes at the age of 35.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to, yeah, reading more mm. that I haven't read before.
1: Uncharted territory. Exactly.
0: So, <laughs> yeah, they all... um. They all get on great and they stay up uh late eating leftover party food and snacking and apologizing. And <laughs>
1: sounds like my idea of a good time. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> then the next morning, um yeah, Stacy's parents are conveniently just really absent. They wake up in the morning <laughs> to find that her parents have gone to church and for a walk. Uh, I think her parents are just desperate to get away from this like storm of hormonal teens. <laughs> i
1: believe this very hard yeah like yeah I, and I, I was like god imagine being such a toxic mess of teenage girls that the parents in the house were like felt obliged to disappear to church yeah
0: <laughs> you <know>? yeah
1: <laughs> the, you know these aren't regular church goers they're just gonna be like oh god we've got to go somewhere yeah you know, brunch is also an option in new york city guys most of the time you can do
2: that I think they may also go to brunch. I mean, to be fair, they said they've gone to church. They're definitely doing mimosas. <laughs> they're doing a what? Sorry? <laughs> they're having mimosas. <laughs> There's no way they're in church.
1: They, they said they were going to something that ends in a CH. <laughs> I presume it's church.
2: Like, <laughs> I
0: don't know. I bet in New York you could probably find a church that'll do mimosas.
2: <laughs> that sounds good. Maybe they said they're going to the church and it's the name of a, like, like, like the church here. It's oh, a bar. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: There is a bar here that is in a, a deconsecrated church that was a carpet sales sales room between... Was
0: it? Yeah, it was yeah. like they sell paint and hardware and carpets
2: and stuff. I went there with my folks to buy tools a few times. I missed that. <laughs> That's deadly. I never went there.
1: It it's was quite weird. a swanky bar. God.
2: And I was in Dublin city centre uh, trying to buy tools at one stage because I asked my dad what he wanted for Christmas Ooh. once and he told me a Stanley three quarter inch chisel. This came up last week.
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs> you bought it in Capel Street. Yeah. It was fine.
2: Yeah, I did in McQuillan's. Yes. That's a good hardware shop. I didn't know there were that many hardware stores in central Dublin. I kind of would have wanted to go to that one if I'd known about
0: it. I don't know that it was great for like hammers and chisels and things. It was more like you'd go to get like paint rollers if you were redecorating. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. There's
1: There's a lot of useful shops in that part of town.
0: Yeah, like, Capel Street yeah. is probably the most
2: practical area that's left in the city centre. Mm-hmm. Look, there's a lot of like head shops and sex shops <laughs> I don't know, for a very practical street.
0: But there's also a really good sewing shop. So like it covers everything.
1: Work uniforms and bike shops and all sorts of stuff like there, this. Oh
2: yeah, I love that work uniforms place. It's where I got the lab coat. I think it was for chef. Not actually lab coat. It was for like in a kitchen. Uh, for the time I dressed up as Abby Sciuto from NCIS for my Halloween costume. <laughs> and there's also like three music shops. yes. There's, there's just a lot of- And some very good restaurants. It's It's a good street. street. Yeah. Yeah, it's so
1: historic. Oh my god, the karaoke place. Yes. Which- which one uh, well Highland is the only one that's open now although the Middle Eastern one is really nice I really
0: want to go to the Moroccan karaoke place can we go to Moroccan karaoke when society resumes yes
1: instantly as soon as society (laughs) resumes we're making a booking at the Moroccan karaoke
0: place
2: oh my god I will attempt to make it to Dublin please include me in the booking definitely come to Moroccan karaoke Mm -hmm. okay Uh, let's 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 wrap this book up so
0: the parents the parents have fucked off to church brunch brunch <laughs> brunch <laughs> brunch <laughs> Uh but they've conveniently left New York breakfast for the girls, which is bagels and smoked salmon, and the Connecticut girls lose their fucking minds at the concept of smoked salmon. Yeah. Christy is like, That fucking better not be fish, Stacy, and Stacy's like yeah, it's yes, fish. Salmon is a fish. <laughs> uh, okay, she calls it lox, but like, it's still clearly fish. Yeah. And then they freak out because it's smoked, uh, which is like intermediate between raw and cooked. And Marianne thinks it's like sushi, and Dawn's like, "How are you? How do you eat this?" And apparently, none of these people have ever watched TV. I guess. And, I guess. Like, is this just the eighties? Like, do you or know what is it the- I? I was not sure if this was just the 80s. So after I kicked my husband awake at 7 a.m. this morning to get painkillers, I went, sorry for waking you up. Listen, come here. When you lived in a bog in Connemara in the 80s, had you heard of smoked salmon? And he was like, yeah, I didn't eat it a lot, but I definitely knew what it was. Okay. So if a small child living in a literal bog knew what smoked salmon
2: was... Yeah, I was going to say, I I had a very, very unsophisticated, like my parents were unsophisticated culinary outlook in life, right? The only thing I ever ate when I went out was a breast of chicken and chips, no matter what the restaurant mm-hmm. was. And in the house, my parents made all of their sauces from jars. Mm-hmm. I knew what smoked salmon was. We'd had it in the house about twice by the time I turned seven in 1990, Mm -hmm. but I knew it existed. I think, though,
1: that we are actually quite a smoked salmon-focused country. Like, smoked salmon is the only fancy Irish food. That's actually true. Our cuisine is, like, British, but without the style which is very sad.
0: Ah, uh, we have some very notiony cheeses. Yeah, that's true. We actually, some well, I cheeses. think the notiony cheeses
1: have started to kind of like we always made cheese, but now we're kind of the notions are added recently.
0: I actually went to a really interesting talk with a food historian in the Collins Barracks ah, Museum a few years ago um, about the history of Irish food ways, particularly before the famine, mm-hmm. and there were like. 150 kinds of indigenous irish cheese one of which you could use to kill a man uh, and somebody <laughs> once did um, There, nice. actually there was like way more yeah native food than we kind of give ourselves credit for okay uh, cool. which was really interesting and then we all literally starved to death and
1: I, i'm just thinking that a lot of it wasn't really available between the famine and the Celtic tiger, though. Like To the general.
2: And then in the 80s, we all ate calvita.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And the other thing is that if you go back far enough, right, um, Ireland does not grow anything really except grass except in a couple of the slightly nicer parts of the country which is why we had this north county dublin represent kind of but i'm really thinking more Kerry, like
2: yeah no it is some no some ridiculously something like 60 percent of the food crops grown in ireland are grown in fingal what Huh. So a huge percentage. That's bonkers. Yeah, cuz everywhere else just grows grass and has cattle and sheep. Huh. Okay. So
1: that's that's modern agriculture though? Yeah. Um mm. like so Yeah, I'm
2: totally just talking about these days. The
1: people that lived here before the potato basically had a dairy-based economy. And yes, it was they did. and dairy-based you life. can actually live on just just dairy, which sounds very strange. Dairy with occasional bread, like, oh wow, what a novelty. Like, <laughs> I'm used to just having cheese for dinner every single night forever. It's like
2: dairy and some oats
0: sometimes, basically. I bet yeah. they had unbreakable bones. I think we are, we
1: are taller and we have very low rates of lactose intolerance, but, yeah. but we have high rates of, um, of celiac because we didn't have the grains, like, to be
0: Yeah, we didn't really have much wheat cuz the climate's
2: too shit. But the the beautiful complete diet that is potatoes and dairy meant that up, like it meant we were unstoppable except
1: <laughs> by poverty.
2: <laughs> the British army records show that despite the fact that Ireland had worse grinding poverty than uh the other island. Mm-hmm. And um, the army records show that, like the Irish soldiers were on average, like I think two or three inches taller. Huh, yep, I believe it. So that, like, cartoonish stereotype image of the like six foot four, burly, massive, punching everything Irishman—it mm-hmm. was like n- n- no Irish people were quite large because they were less malnourished <laughs> on on average, even the really poor ones. But what I was going to say about um. A- smoked salmon being Ireland's only posh food um is when I was in uh when I was like because yeah it definitely is because when we were practicing writing and um, doing like mock conversations for German class mm-hmm. with the 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 German host family the imaginary German host family that we were staying with in Germany oh those
1: guys I know them well <laughs>
2: yeah you know those guys and we always said you know. I've brought you a present. It's a uh, brown brothel to Oh my god, of
1: course it fucking was Das is
2: Irish <laughs> It's brown bread and smoked salmon. That is typically Irish
1: <laughs> Those guys were so inundated
0: with them. uh even more relaxed. <laughs> well, just add it oh, to my pile oh I bio. bet this is tipish Irish yeah. as well ich oh.
1: ich möchte rauchelags aber nicht so viel ja
2: yeah? so viel relaxed. <laughs> so viel relaxed. Um, oh my god warum warum hast du kein whiskey. I can't remember what broad is
0: Finally I'm kind bin
2: <laughs> Our German <laughs> teachers would be so proud of us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So the girls are not able for Raukerlachs, but Stacey brings them around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they all eat the Raukerlachs. Also, like, smoked salmon on a bagel is just the best thing ever.
0: Yes. I. yeah i still i know i know ireland is like a wash in smoked salmon relative to many countries but like (laughs) i'm still very skeptical that they've literally never heard of smoked salmon on a bagel (laughs) they have big obadiah energy here (laughs) (laughs) they do (laughs) i'm really glad
1: i made obadiah happen
2: (laughs) Just think about how much harder it was to gauge what the typical small-town Connecticut 12-year-old or 13-year-old would know about mm-hmm. before Twitter. Yeah. Now you could
0: just ask on Twitter.
2: They they yeah. knew what tofu
0: was, right? Yeah. They disapproved yes, of it except
1: for Dawn, but they knew what it was.
0: Yes. That's an excellent point. Yeah. Yeah. On uh, the East Coast, smoked salmon is not more exotic than tofu. <laughs> like, uh, also, mm-hmm. did you notice that Dawn uh Finally, got to eat an avocado in this. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> yes. When they went yeah. to the Hard Rock Cafe, she got an avocado salad because it sounded really Californian. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. That sounds legit. I, I, I can see Anne Martin on her on her research trip being like, "Ooh, I'll have dung at the avocado yes. salad." That sounds really Californian. <laughs> it just writes that in her notebook, and then that's what she puts yeah. in the book. <laughs> I'm gonna
1: have five meals, please. It's for research. <laughs> no,
2: she just read the menu. She only ordered the
0: thing she wanted. Did she though? And how would you react if I asked for the Philip Mignon? <laughs> like, ah.
1: I don't okay. care as long as you tip well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth?
0: So then, yeah, the girls go home. Uh they they do a quick whistle stop tour of the building again to say goodbye to all the kids. Uh, Christy doesn't want to say goodbye to the poor little girl with the wheat allergy, but Stacey makes her go, but luckily she's gone out anyway, so they don't have to talk to her. What the actual fuck is wrong with these people?
2: I don't know what the problem is with the kid. She's just, her. she has health issues. Her parents are anxious about her and so are insistent that people know mm-hmm. that they need to be aware of these. She's picked up on it and mentions them to people.
0: That's all. This was literally Stacey's whole backstory. Like... This kid mm. is so well behaved. And she's four. Ugh.
1: Anyway. All, like- Anybody who on paper resembles Jenny Prezioso is a horrible racist. <laughs> and probably um, like ableist against deaf people. Yeah. Definitely. All four-year-olds have this description. A- yeah. yeah. No, it's not my theory. This is the Babysitter's Club theory.
0: Yeah. Mm,
1: yeah. There, are sure. um, profiling 101 for babysitting. <laughs>
0: We have no actual evidence that the preciosas are racist. They just seem like the type.
1: Yeah, that's true. They probably yeah. aren't, actually. We just yeah. made
0: that up because we
2: thought they would be.
0: So, yeah, Stacy has decided she does like her friends after all. They like her after all. They like each other after all.
1: They just needed a good babysitting session to work all this out. Exactly. They just needed an illegal daycare. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. There's very few problems you can't solve with an illegal daycare. <laughs> <sighs>
1: oh, and if an illegal daycare doesn't work... Try a stretch limo.
0: (laughs) Because really. (laughs) Very few people can stay mad at you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) When you offer them a go in a stretch limo.
0: Even if the show is Starlight Express. (laughs) So, okay, we have got the plot. We've got our life lessons, which is that Mm -hmm. free Broadway tickets and stretch limos are the solution to all your problems. Mm -hmm. Yeah. By people's affection. Yeah. Especially if they're hicks from Connecticut. Especially if they're unattached hicks from Connecticut. (laughs) Let's talk about outfits.
1: Yes, that's what I was thinking. Outfits.
0: Yes, I'm just pulling up my notes. I have my notes color coded so that the outfit notes are easy to find. Ooh,
1: Ooh. What color are the outfit notes?
0: Outfit notes are purple. Regular notes are yellow. Excellent choice.
1: Dibble, perhaps.
2: (laughs) Yes. We got I still thing. haven't said Dibble. I was like, yeah, yeah weird. No, they don't for ages. Oh, yeah. Almost twenty books in. They don't in the first twenty because those are the ones I had. Evidently not.
0: We do get the detail that Stacy has stopped getting her hair permed. So I guess perms are going out of fashion now. Maybe
1: Lane arrives to the party with her hair perfectly permed and cut. Ah, maybe she can't. Have the same haircut as Lane,
0: maybe that's it, maybe yes, Lane is looking very minimalist, she's like dressed head to toe in black and like little black flats and and a squiggle pin. she's got another of these squiggle pins that we encountered before. I'm just
1: googling what an eighties perm looks like, and they're they are just
2: oh i I think they were a little more subdued by the I mean, don't forget you're going to be seeing the, the most exaggerated versions of them All right.
1: 1989. Yeah, that's true. I'm looking at, like, Cher and Dolly Parton. Yeah, so, yeah I think Dolly Parton is
0: not representative of the ordinary
2: yeah. tween on the street. Do- Dolly Parton isn't really representative of the movie. She's
1: unique. <laughs> yes, she's a goddess. Yes. <laughs> I've got, like, Meg Ryan and um Julia Roberts. Yes, okay. yeah, I yeah. think
2: Meg Ryan of, and Working Girl is kind of what I've been picturing. Yeah, they're... Meg Ryan was a didn't Working Girl. That was... um Oh, the other one, Melanie Griffith. Melanie Griffith? Melanie Griffith, yeah. They're the same person, basically. No, they're not. Meg Ryan had a career all through the entire 90s. Okay, that's (laughs) fair. But they're still kind of the same person. They are kind (laughs) of the same person, it's fair. Uh,
1: They. So, yeah, I don't know what Lane's perm is supposed to look like. Um, But yeah, the minimalist dress sounds acceptable. There's quite a lot of fashion in this party, which are like, I can see real humans wearing this, possibly even now depending yeah. on the kind of cut and style of it. Yeah. Um,
0: I love that Christy has clearly busted out her good turtleneck.
1: <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah, it's white with little red and blue hearts all over it. <laughs> like, this is clearly her, her going out turtleneck. It's the party <laughs> <Yes>. turtleneck, yeah. <laughs> and they make her change anyway. Yeah. Do they? Oh, I thought that... Um, yeah. I, oh. Yeah. Um, they get her into a skirt. Marianne... Oh, no, I think it's for the, when they go to the theater, she borrows a, she borrows a dress. Oh, the theater,
2: they make a change. Oh, that's okay. I'm glad that Christy just got to go to a party and have fun at Turtle Revengy. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Marianne tries to make her borrow some of Claudia's clothes, and Christy's like, I'm much shorter than her, and I have no boobs. I'm not wearing Claudia's clothes. <laughs>
1: yeah. Also, Claudia was not consulted on any no, part of this. Like, no, Which, she probably wouldn't have said no, but it would have been nice to be consulted. Right? Um, to be asked, like... Uh, yeah, no, Marianne really like assumes a whole bunch of jurisdiction in this scene that she does not have.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she's obnoxious. Christy actually uses the phrase get off my case, which is not a phrase that people use enough <laughs> in these books, I think. Yes. There's a lot of people on <laughs> each other's cases. Yeah, Claudia dresses in like a black outfit with sparkles on it, which sounds good. Stacy is wearing a short, short yellow dress that flared out just above her hips, white stockings, yellow push down socks, and these new shoes that my parents hate. It was an interesting outfit. <laughs>
2: all the description we get of the shoes. Also, how like does that. a dress flare out just above your hips? Yeah. What does that look like? That's a top. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming it goes down. Oh, does, do they mean that the dress starts to yeah. flare from just... Maybe. So what they mean is like... uh a dress. Yeah, it's a dress. <laughs> it's it's like a liner skater. Yeah. Yes, like a skater dress kind of thing.
1: If it's very short, I would have thought it's the kind of thing that you almost see with like net underneath it, the kind of frilly, uh, that kind like of... F-
2: froofy kind of skirts, yeah. which
1: um, although she probably should have specified that that was what was going on.
2: Yeah, it was just a weird description and I yeah. could not work out what this looked like. I had it highlighted just with lots of question marks as the comment. Also, the description of wearing sto- socks and tights
0: makes in between my toes itch. <laughs> like that is, that is a recipe for
2: sweaty feet. <laughs> yeah, yes. Basically in 1990 for Christmas, my Christmas outfit was a black cardigan that my mum had knitted. A mustard yellow polo neck,
1: mm-hmm.
2: mustard yellow corduroy culottes, <laughs> Ooh. um, black tights, mm-hmm. mustard yellow ankle socks, <laughs> and black shoes. And I looked the business, <laughs> and my dad called me the Black and tangled. <laughs> oh
1: my god! Of of course he would. Jesus. <laughs> I just feel like I know more about the world now than I know what you were wearing at Christmas in 1990.
2: That's fab. I like it. That was my... I don't think I could tell you what I was wearing for any other Christmas, but I loved that outfit so much. I loved those mustard yellow collages. Do you have pictures? Ah, probably. Not here, but yeah, I could get pictures. Yes, you have
1: to find the pictures.
2: I will find pictures of my Christmas 1990. Dad, you have me being a black and tan. (laughs) I think the only pictures I have, I am actually wearing the Minnie Mouse slippers I had just got for Christmas <laughs> rather than the black shoes. Okay. But you can imagine yeah. the, 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 the whole thing. <laughs> so yeah, Mary Ann's Mary-Anne. outfit is, is,
0: I think, the the piece de resistance of this. Her two oh, outfits. Yes. Yes. The one
1: that she demands Stacy choose for her and then rejects. Yes. And then the one she yeah. actually wears.
0: Yes, so Stacy gives her like a multicolored big sweater and a pair of black trousers and Marianne is like nope <laughs>
2: Marianne after having demanded that Stacy choose what everyone yes. wears goes yeah this
1: yeah the whole scene
2: Marianne is a fucking wagon here
1: <laughs> <laughs> she really is if you if this was behavior by any other character in any other like franchise at all you'd be like this is the bitch
0: <laughs> yes so, yeah Yes, so Dawn says um, what was Marianne the fashion plate wearing well here's a clue she looked like she'd walked right out of the pages of Little House on the Prairie Uh, she was wearing a roughly white blouse a long paisley skirt and these little brown boots it was very mature and attractive but Marianne was the only one of my friends who when dressed up actually looked like she came from Connecticut we could tell though that the clothes were new and that she really wanted to wear them so no one said anything to her despite the grief she'd given us earlier
1: (laughs) That is very magnanimous. Yeah. Also,
0: a long skirt and boots is what everyone like gave Ashley Wyeth shit for wearing. Hmm. Yeah. Although Ashley Wyeth was less yeah. frightening than New York mode Marianne, I
1: guess. I think she's in... I think Ashley Wyeth is in like hiking-y type boots. I guess. Which is a specific right. look, whereas uh, these I'm picturing little kind of heely ones. Maybe, yeah. Like kitten heels. Probably I could be wrong about that. something more feminine. Though. But I have to say, the roughly white blouse in my head just is the one that June from Don't Trust the Bee is wearing when they've gone on that crazy designer spree and she's picked up all these cheap weird designer clothes and she has a like this this blouse that she's wearing into work. This is really well worth watching if you haven't <laughs> seen it. Where she, she just.
0: Oh, it's amazing. It's so good. It's,
1: it's so good. And it's, it's also said New York, which is why I'm thinking about it. Um, and it's just got ruffles that are like the same size as her head on it. And she's just like,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a new blouse. Do you like it? Yeah. I got it. <laughs> the
1: weekend. And that's what Marianne is wearing, um, in my head. Excellent. Wonderful.
0: So yeah, I think those are, those are our, our fashion highlights. Uh, yes. Lane is wearing. A short black dress, black stockings, and simple black flats. On one wrist was a single silver bangle bracelet. On her dress was one of those silver squiggle pins. Her fluffy brown hair was newly permed and perfectly cut. She looked wonderful, at least 19. My friends were speechless. Claudia looked good too, but, well, maybe only 15 tops. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So that sets the stage for... um the most disastrous party we've seen so far and we have seen parties in which yeah
2: this this was definitely the worst one so far Ah, this book overall
0: i really enjoyed this book yeah Yeah. it was a lot of fun to hate on it was fun yeah like i i i hated all the characters but i did not hate the writing of the book like i think clearly Anna martin is like I'm just going to make everyone be their worst selves and have
2: some fun with that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it a lot more than I did when I was a kid. I was. Oh, yeah. I've got a distance yeah. I didn't have when I was 11. <laughs> um, it was kind of painful to read, but now, which is why I didn't remember so much about it and got it mixed mm-hmm. up with another book and stuff. But now, I just, yeah, this, this was yeah. fun. Anna
1: Martin's outros are so disingenuous. I'm, <laughs> I'm enjoying that now as much because <laughs> like she just is like, Oh yeah, I just, um, I thought it'd be really fun to write a book set in New York where I can talk about how much the, you know, all the things that I like in New York so enjoy like <laughs> even mentioned the fact that your your characters were all showing their asses
0: yes also she just throws in a whole ton of book recommendations of like here are some more yeah. new york themed yeah. books that you may enjoy <laughs> she's yes. just sh- sharing her faves here and like it's fine yeah. but it's it's very just blatant. yeah
2: so i guess our life lesson for this one is if you lose a child in the uh, natural history museum, maybe just tell security immediately. It's their job. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's probably a good idea.
0: Also, don't be a bitch to small children with food allergies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh yeah. And if you're on the outs with someone, the best way to um, sort of reforge that friendship is with a stretch limo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we won't mention Starlight Express anymore. <laughs> the group covered this <laughs> of <round> already. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and in conclusion um, I think we can all say Marianne nearly got arrested but don't tell her dad oh also uh, we have social media uh, go look us up uh, we are the podcast at Dawn's house on Tumblr and Instagram and Facebook and we are at podcast Don on Twitter and we love to hear from you guys and send us a review on <laughs> iTunes uh, no send us a review
2: on Apple Podcasts and uh, tell your friends about us. Woot! <laughs> I mean, if you think we're good, don't tell your friends about us. If you think we suck, just don't tell no, anyone about Keep that about to yourself. Or leave a review.
0: Definitely don't tell us either. Uh, just we don't so want to know. We would be really sad. <laughs> we're yeah. They're
1: not still gonna be listening at this point if they thought we sucked. <laughs> I hope not. Look, some people hate listen. Yeah, that's fair. We hate read this book. So,
2: like, don't add us in that. Okay, It's <laughs> <Which>, fine. <laughs> do, you do you. There's gonna be like a side of it. <laughs>
1: Like five hundred angry Starlight Express fans.
2: <laughs> we don't have five hundred listeners. Karen. Don't be silly. No,
0: the Starlight Express fandom on Tumblr is going to start posting about us, and then they'll like mobilize to attack us.
1: <laughs> well, you know, views. This
0: is what gets us cancelled, Starlight Express fandom.
2: Or can you know work oh, wonders They get you a bit of publicity work totally maybe. we can
0: miscribe this we could sock up at the Starlight Express <laughs>
1: <Ben>. <laughs> is that not what we're doing
2: no
0: <laughs> well
2: it wasn't until now no one's told me and I'm doing the Tumblr
1: <laughs> oh yeah you're gonna have to field all the angry Starlight <laughs> Express fans I'm sure there are oh, 500 people that match that description in the world
2: <laughs> yeah sure bring it